0: Jam, oh jam, jam, titty jam for (laughs) me.
1: For 30 minutes,
0: <laughs> all because the things I asked people to do they didn't do, which fucked up everything. So, oh god, man, it was just that's all right, that's all right. Work is done, work, work is done, and you know, we get to talk about this. Uh, whew, I got a lot of words, my man. I got a lot of words,
1: so yeah, man, you was. You might have been the most excited for this battle out of all the battles. Like, you said you was waiting for this joint for, like, the whole time.
0: Yeah, man. Yeah, like, I don't think folks understand um, how much, like, for me, like, how much like, Babyface, Kenneth Babyface Edmonds and Teddy Riley like, you know, uh, mean to me because like, I really grew up on their music. You know what I mean? Like, and they like they were they both like at my time you know as a as a kid as a teenager in my 20s like they they brought a new they are just they constantly brought new sounds you know and like this is, comes from someone who like even my parents dug what they dug what they did cuz a lot of times you, you know there's that there's that um dissonance between you know your parents or your or or, or older people and what you like and I grew up with a family that's like, OK, listen to 60s and 70s Motown. I listen to the Philly sound. I listen to, you know, you know, listen to like disco, all that. Right. And like so coming up here in all these different eras, like I was like, I loved all that music. But there was something that Teddy did and Babyface did that really stuck with me. And like seeing all these people like basically try to jack their sound and not really do a good job of it you know you could always tell when somebody was was basically making a fake teddy riley track or a fake babyface track like like babyface and teddy riley had templates and they had so many hits so many hits tons and like this is something i was waiting for like <sighs> forever and uh needless to say uh that first that first attempt
1: who boy oh, like boy. that p- Bruh, God,
0: God.
1: What was Teddy doing, man? Teddy was
0: doing what Teddy always does. Too fucking much. This is Teddy. This has always been Teddy. And this was the whole thing because, like, I was getting all excited. And in the back of my head, knowing, knowing that this was already messed up from the jump because before we could have had this before. But Teddy was like, you know, we need to get some money. You know, why can't we put it on another platform and all this other stuff? But we did get Primo versus Riza because of that, which was great, which was absolutely great. With some sound issues in the beginning. But guess what? They worked it out and it was fun like it was dope hearing you know, Primo just drop tracks and I ain't heard in forever, and just like look, look right in the camera, just, just like Bob's head in front of the camera, and then like you know RZA getting hyped. So we got something good out of Teddy Riley being being Teddy Riley, right? But then they're like, it's going to happen, and once again, I got excited, and I got, I got so excited that I I literally forgot that this is Teddy, and the moment this happened, the, from the first. The first attempt, I'm like, why do you have a band? Why do you have all this shit plugged up? Why do you have a hype man? Why do you have all these things? Why do you have all these cameras? Why are you also trying to, why are you also streaming it on your own website? And it's it's like, I'm like, why? It's too much. Motherfucker, just get a nice phone, turn on Instagram, and let's call it a day. That's it. Get a tripod. And call it a day. That's all he had to do. And it would have been fine. Babyface is always the the, the consummate professional. Bought the $36 iRig. Plugged it up to his phone. Sat in the studio by himself. Had his songs all programmed out. All edited down. All of them. Edited down. True pro. Teddy want to play for the fucking Cotton Club. (laughs) Then, then we got sound issues because you try, you run like a full stream on your web on website, which sounded fantastic because somebody like pulled it up on Twitter and mentioned it sounded fantastic, but you did all of that and you're causing audio problems with IG live. And they're like, Oh, it's Babyface's fault. You know, cause he, he got his uh, earbud in. I'm like, no, it ain't y'all quit blaming him. Cause Teddy doing too much. This is Teddy's whole career. Teddy's whole career is doing too much and for as much as you love him and as for much as much as he is talented, he always finds a way to let you down. I'm going to sidebar because I know when people listen to this thing, like, man, Shauna is just passionate about this shit. Um, Here's the thing about Teddy. Every time Teddy gets your hopes up, he lets you down. First guy album drops. Like, yo, this is really, really good. You know, it's like a new era gap band. This is really dope, you know? And like, yo, there's three people on the front cover. There's Aaron Hall. There's Teddy Riley. And here's some other dude. I don't know who that is, but that definitely isn't Damien Hall. So then you go open up the, the uh, you know, the opening, cre- they get the credits in, inside and there's a shout out from Damien. Who isn't on the cover? And there's a shout out from Aaron Hall, and there's Teddy Riley. So there's a mystery man on the front cover. I'm thinking that's Gene Griffin. I don't know. Anyway, good first album. Really enjoyed it. By the way, you can call me crazy, um, is the Albi short track that Teddy produced in the middle of the album, which is weird because like I didn't expect that, and I think no one to this day expected that because it just it's just weird. Anyway, so then you get guys', guy's second album, and the shit skyrockets. Like tons of singles are released, tons of hits. The music videos are a plenty. All of them didn't get played in the United States. Some of them got played heavily in Europe. Bone BET Video Vibrations, extended versions of Want to Get With You, uh, DOG Me Out, uh, Let's Stay Together. Um, all like extended versions were played on the heavy. They had Teddy's Jam Part Two. They had videos for seems like damn near every song. Maybe even Let's Stay Together. Um, but fantastic but ironically who's singing lead on the very first single on the second album the one who has the least singing talent Teddy still a dope ass song want to get what you is quite fun the beat is banging it's fantastic but Teddy's Teddy is putting himself in the forefront but you're like damn this album is amazing they are on their way I can't wait to see what happens next oh yeah they broke up so then you get to a point where a couple years pass and you're watching video soul and one night um you know teddy riley's out here with three other brothers they all like dressed in black and they're singing like a like a new version of uh debarge's i like it
1: and this is black street Uh, and i'm like no black street
0: original black yes original black street with teddy chauncey uh, Joseph Stone Street and I want to say Levi Little.
1: Oh, okay? not Dave Hollister?
0: No, no, no. Hollister wasn't there yet. Mm. I don't think Hollister was there. No, no, no. Maybe you're right. Sorry, my bad. It was Hollister. It was Hollister. My bad. My bad. That's my bad. It was Hollister. So it was Teddy, Chauncey, Hollister, and Stone Street. The original, the original Black Street, okay? So that like, because they also performed Baby Be Mine from the CB4 soundtrack. And on that one, Joseph Stone Street was, was the lead singer on that. So I'm like, oh, okay, Teddy got a new group. Okay, cool, this sounds really great. They did a version of I Like It from The Barge. Okay, this is cool. It's got Teddy's little touch on it. Dope, I can't wait for this album. And then there's silence. Like, at least, I want to say months and months and months of silence. And then out of nowhere, here's a here's Booty Call by Blackstreet. Who's singing lead? Teddy, um and Teddy's in the forefront, and I'm like, yeah, the song's a hit. It, it, it was a major hit, whatever, whatever. So I go buy the album because I'm like, yo, I'm a Teddy Riley fan, and I know this album's going to be dope. And I get I get the album, and I'm like, wait a minute, where's Joseph Stone Street? Because Joseph Stone Street was from Cincinnati because I lived in Ohio, uh, the greater Cincinnati area, no less. And like Joseph Stone Street was in Cincinnati because Cincinnati radio stations made a point to bring that up constantly. So... He wasn't on the album cover. Instead, there's Levi Little, who sang lead on Joy, which is a beautiful song, which gave me such good guy vibes. And it's a really good album. You know, and I'm not going to get into the critical aspects of the album, but I enjoyed it thoroughly. It was good. Although I personally thought Chauncey sang a little bit too much on it, and it should have been more Dave, who sang the lead on Before I Let You Go. So like, Before I Let You Go, and, um, and joy, the two really big ass songs were sung by somebody not named Teddy, but somebody not named Chauncey. Okay. Really great album. Like, damn, this is dope. I can't wait to see what happens next. Oh, yeah, by the way, Levi Little and Dave Hollister are gone now.
1: Killed the groove for me, bro.
0: And so we'll say, okay. And I understand. Here's the thing I felt the same way, but then another level drops and they replace, well, you know, they replace Hollister and Little with Eric Williams and Mark Middleton. And those brothers could sing.
1: Yeah.
0: And another level is a way better album than the first Blackstreet album. Don't Leave is an amazing song. No Diggity is Kitchen Funk, Church Music, Dre, and you know, and Queen Pin. All together, it's and it's great. And there are wonderful songs on that album. Like that, maybe with the exception of one song, I think I could play that album. From top to bottom, even with the intermission, we're in the middle of the album, like they're at a radio station being interviewed. And the dude asked Teddy, what about guy? And Teddy's like, I'm all about Black Street, You know, this is what it's about. This is the future, blah, 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 blah. And internally, I'm like, you say that, but I'm sure something's going to change. And I love that album. I'm like, man, it can only get better from here. Then we get to like a few months before the third album is about to drop. MTV News, Kurt Loder was talking about, this, here comes a new album. Here comes a new album. They had video footage of a new song, and it was the entire, sub, well now, third version of Black Street with Mark Middleton, Eric Williams. They had a song. It was ready. It was like, he's going to have appearances by Mary J. Blige and all these other people, right? And it was like, the first thing was going to be on in a few weeks. Nothing. And I mean, nothing for a while. Then out of nowhere... Here comes another Blackstreet album. The lead single is with Janet Jackson, Boyfriend, Girlfriend, with Eve and Jaru, Rule. And, and Mike Middleton's gone.
1: Was it Chauncey gone there too? No, no, Chauncey was still there. Chauncey was there the whole time. Chauncey, yeah, but he was Chauncey always them. beefing though. They was always oh, public, it was all public arguments. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes. Yes. Chauncey was the dude that like almost every family has that during a funeral or family reunion wants to argue with everybody. Like that's Chauncey. So now they got somebody to replace Mark. Now this brother can sing and I forget the gentleman's name and I apologize, but this dude can say, but the first single I thought, honestly, I love Janet, but I thought, thought that first single was whack. When did that come out? <sighs> Wasn't that like 2000, 2001? Cause it was called finally. No, the album means, was called. That
1: means she was happy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember, she old. was with JD, she was happy. Like, <laughs> yeah, I don't want to be bad, but like, yo, every, every, almost everything after Velvet Rope was not up to Janet's standards because she had a happy life. Just, just I did like what all it is. For
0: all For You is dope, though.
1: Oh, I like I it. it. It still ain't Velvet Rope.
0: Oh, no, Velvet Rope was some other shit.
1: It still ain't Janet. Mm-mm, it still no. ain't Rhythmation. No, ain't no, no, no. Oh. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's good, but it ain't it ain't Janet. Like I bought that shit back when CDs cost $22. Yeah, oh god, yes, yes. Virgin yes. Megastore. Let's <laughs> go. Mm.
0: Yes. So, so Terrell Phillips replaced Mark Middleton, right? The album was originally called Get Higher, which was supposed to be out in November of 98, and then it was pushed back to March of 99. So like um the album was critically acclaimed but it did not sell. Did not sell.
1: I ain't never, even never heard that old shit on shit on the radio. Like the only the only song I heard on the
0: radio. Like for me the best song on the album is Yo Love um and Think About You. And actually I'm sorry, the Think About You remix which you could only get if you bought the Jap the Japanese import which was all the Blackstreet remixes. That's the only way you could get it. Anyway, I'm sorry. I'm going to get to we're going to get to the whole point of this. Give them context. You know what I'm saying? Thank you. And I appreciate that. So now you got this third album. Finally, doesn't sell, doesn't move. Think about she was probably like the biggest hit on that album. Okay, Um, and it doesn't move. And then you're like, well, you know, maybe Mark will come back, you know, maybe the, you know, him and Dave Hollister can work some stuff out. You know, maybe Levi Little will come back. No, Teddy's like, I'm gonna go but guys coming back. So now I'm disappointed because what Black Street could have been, it's not gonna get there. But guys coming back. So now I'm excited. Like I'm, I'm excited, but I'm sad and I'm excited at the same time because Guy's coming back, and I'm like, man, we missed on missed out on so many like dope guy albums. Like, I can't wait. This is gonna be fantastic. This is gonna be amazing. First single drops. So I'm like, yo, this is a nice little groove. Okay, cool. Get the album, disappointment. And I'm like, yo, Teddy's Jam, Teddy's Jam, Teddy's Jam Part Three is cool you know, first single dancing was nice. Why you want to keep me from my baby? Which is kind of like, kind of like a reinvented I miss you from Aaron Hall. Um, I just, I was disappointed and I was hurt because it's like, once again, Teddy, you know, I just felt let down because you, you're just constantly thinking what could have been. And so, you know, guy three happens, it comes, it goes. And then couple, about a year or two, a couple years past. Oh, here comes another Black Street album. The group from the, the third group, Chauncey, Teddy, Mark's Back, and Eric, they cut another album called, like, uh, Level 3. And with the exception of Deep, it's not a good album. Yeah, you even and, being nice, because I, I
1: just called it trash, bro.
0: Like Like, like real talk, like it's not a good album. Like Wizzy Wizzy Wow was not a good song. Like Deep is a dope slow jam. You know, Teddy's on the vocoder, on the vocorder. You know, like Zap, you know, and you know Roger Troutman shit. And which is it's cool, right? That's like the only good song on that album. The only good song on that album was Deep. And the thing is, is that Deep wasn't even originally a Blackstreet song. It was originally for Teddy Riley's solo album, which never came out on Virgin Records. The album was called Black Rock. You can go listen to it on YouTube and I'm gonna let you know right now, it's not good. It's not, it's not. And supposedly Virgin spent a lot of money on this and it's not good and they never released it.
1: Mm.
0: So Deep was a holdover. And I wanna say a couple other tracks were also holdovers from the Teddy Riley album to this one. And there's a song called By, Bygones where Dave Hollister comes back Damn. and it's kind of like we're mending the bridges and like, and, and Dave sings, sings on it for like a minute or so. But once again, I was disappointed because it's like, what could have been? What could have been? And finally, for all this context means, what, I, what all this means is that no matter what happens, Teddy will find a way to let you down, no matter how talented he is. He will always find a way to let you down. And literally when that happened on the first time Babyface versus Teddy Riley had, when all that happened, all those memories came back and I'm like, this is what Teddy does. This is what he does. And then you don't remember all the hits. You don't remember all the dope singles. You don't remember the dope remixes. You just remember the disappointment. But Babyface was there. He did his thing. Teddy fucked it up, started over. And I'm like, and I'm like, yo, man, this isn't a concert. And like, and then it, and like, then it ended. And I just, you know, even like Tyrese was like throwing the tile, not towel, y'all tile, to which he then said the next day it was autocorrect. And I'm like, we don't believe you.
1: Anyway. Um, I believe it though. Cause yo, autocorrect be messing me up sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I will be getting tight. Yeah, you like, God yes. damn
0: it. Mm-hmm. I understand. I understand. I just like I was like making jokes because Tyrese just Tyrese always finds a way to set himself up for a joke every yeah,
1: time. Ty- Tyrese to be on some Tyrese shit, but
0: Yes he too. Yes, he do. I'm like, look, Roman, you need to sit your ass down somewhere, you know. But um but I was just dis- like it was just disappointment. So much so that um I wasn't going to listen to the to the second round because like, you know, I know there's that call between Swiss and and uh, and Tim. And like you had sent me that. And like I was listening to it and I was just like, you know, I'm like, you know, Swiss was talking about like, you know, this is hard work and we got, you know, we miss our, our family, we miss a dinner with our families. I'm like, uh, my dude, it's just two iPhones, Instagram Live, and common sense.
1: Well, clearly, clearly yeah. they're doing more than just that. Like, yes, clearly, like, Swiss and Timberlake on the phone. Like, oh my god, oh my god, <laughs> why is this so hard? <laughs> like, and that's that's the secret conversation I want to, I want to hear like, Swiss, Swiss's reaction to like, yo, why is there so many people there? <laughs> like, <laughs> what is with this setup? Oh yeah. no, he got a whole keyboard with a talk box. Oh. There's a DJ house. And then you see Babyface come on. He came on fashionably late that the first time. Yes. Fashionably late. Yes. And he's sitting in that nice little office. You know, keyboard in front of an iMac. hmm Red, was it red satin jacket? Yes. Or 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 velvet or something. Like something. It was something just nice. And he had like Yo, sunglasses on. I was like, damn, this thing. This man, babyface, still the smoothest nigga around. Man, he's smooth my entire life. How does this happen? Yes. And then like, it's just him and like an iPhone, man. That's it, bro.
0: Yep. Yep. With with edited tracks prepared, he was like, "Yo, I got my I got my one minute, one one and a half minutes, two minute edited down tracks. So I give you verses, a hook, boom, done." <laughs> And prepared.
1: It was, it was like people were so excited. Cause even though, like, and here's the thing like I love Teddy Riley. Like, one of the first albums I ever had was Guy. Mm-hmm. One of my first other albums was Heavy D in The Boys. The first one. Mm-hmm. Like, yes. Teddy been out here. Like, yes. My and one of my first albums, Bobby Brown, Don't Be Cruel. Like,
0: Right, which is Teddy and Babyface. Yeah,
1: yeah, you know what I'm saying? I was a grown-ass person before I figured out that basically Teddy got all the credit for the album, but he made one song. And LA and Vase wrote the rest of the whole goddamn album. Right. <laughs> like, like, oh, right. oh, snap.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's my like Teddy is uh, my prerogative, and I'll be good, and I'll be good to you. Like, that's it. That's it's,
1: it. it. It's like, all oh, the good hits by Bobby... Okay for face mm-hmm. LA probably on the drums in the back, like <laughs> Like, damn. But so I'm sitting here, I'm like, like I love Teddy, but like baby faces slow jams are so strong. Yes. They're so, so, so strong. I don't yes. think he can win. I don't care how bad you want to dance. When well, you hear some of these tracks, it is over. It's going to put you in a mood. It changes up. Sucks all the air out. You don't give a damn about dancing. You just wish you could slow dance with somebody. Instantly.
0: Yes. Yes. Every time. And that's what, and that's what face does, man. That's what face does. But you it, know,
1: it's like the extraness of Teddy. And I was like, I was like, it's always gotta be them. It's always gotta be them dudes from Harlem. It always gotta be. some <laughs> Like, god, I swear I swear and you know we see him he got a hype man in the back and he think he doing something cause to him yeah. the sound is killing especially when you yeah. see the clip from his stream and they got yeah. the different camera angles and the cuts I'm like yes. this man yes. had a whole ass director in there doing perfect cuts like this is a broadcast yeah. oh my god and then I'm everybody like- on Instagram is like yo what's with the echo we can't hear nothing bro like what is going on and right. face is just sitting there calm like Oh man, that was that was fantastic, Ted. <laughs>
0: but he was also throwing some shade, like some low key shade, some, he was like
1: <laughs> some. and <laughs> the whole thing was shade. Mm-hmm. I didn't know Babyface was that shady. Yes, yes,
0: and I love it. I love it. I see. Guess the thing, though, it's always the quiet ones, dog. Mm-hmm it's always the quiet ones. Cause you want to know why? Because that petty is reserved.
1: Yo, that's the of petty I need to be.
0: That petty is reserved. When he was like, I don't see y'all doing a lot of social distancing over there.
1: <laughs> Yo. He, he was like, so like so, you know, I'm just over there, but I'm here alone by myself, you know, social distancing and all. I'm like, <laughs> bruh. And it's like, there's three, there's like 400,000 people watching this. And he just, he just cut this, he just cut it. And Teddy don't even understand what's going on. Like he's like, no. oh, you like, oh, think, I got an echo. Oh, I got an echo. Hold on, give me a minute. And they all gotta like come together. Like, oh, come on, bro. Like, yeah. Saturday night was such was such a disappointment. Cause everybody got hype. You yeah, know what but, I'm saying? Yeah, like, it's-, it's Saturday. Ain't nobody got to go to work the next day. Ain't nobody working earlier that day for the most part. Mm-hmm. Those who are quarantining with somebody, you know, it could have went down. You know what I'm saying? Some people might be a breaking quarantine for this. Like, yeah. yo, come through, pull up the baby face Teddy battle coming on. Other words, some smashing was gonna happen in some of these places. And, and, and Teddy just couldn't get it right, man. Yeah, he I know. Just couldn't get it, it went, right. And it killed me because like
0: <sighs> It literally became a thing of it's like, oh, look, old black men in technology, not getting along again. I see. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and yeah, is, man. You know, but like seriously, face did what he was supposed to do. And that's why, like, I'm not I was never mad at face. And not only that, see, here's the thing. I'm sitting here, my fiance has a streaming on her phone to the TV using the Google Cast, you know, the Chromecast. And Babyface starts out with a song for the ladies, and it's the extended version of "The Deals Two Occasions." And people don't like when that song first came out when I was a kid. That was my favorite song in the world. You couldn't tell me anything. I love that song. Like I love that song. It's a beautiful song, you know. And Babyface only sings like near the hook. You know what I that's mean? It. Like you know the hook, yeah. That's it. He sings on the bridge and the hook. Like that's him. The video was dope. Just three of them doing these little steps, like out, you know, out, you know, just out in the middle of nowhere, just doing these like little steps and these turns. And the shit was cool. And I love that song. And he started with that. I was like, oh, this shit is on. I was I was I was hype. And then Teddy, you can't hear half of it. Hype man back there dancing. Sit your ass down. Just oh, uh, and like I, I, was, I got so mad. I was like, I was like, honey, turn it off. I was like, turn it off. Good I was like, I, like, I, for real, I I got that upset. I was like, turn it off. She's like, no, 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 no. I'll just put the phone on the side. We'll turn on Netflix. We'll watch something on Netflix. So now the phone is over on the side. And like, I can see it out of the corner of my eye. And I just see Teddy turn around with his arms open. Like, what's going on? And I was like, I was like, see, I'm so glad. I was like, I, I'm glad I stopped. And then I turn like 10 minutes later, and I look and it's like this, this live, this live stream has ended. And I was like, Teddy fucked it up. And that's why I made that <laughs> Ebony cover the next day. That's why I made that fake Ebony cover the next day. Because that's what Teddy does.
1: Yeah. <laughs> you missed some good comments because, man, the comments was fast and furious. <laughs> and and it, you couldn't even keep track of the funniness. Like, the memes was starting to happen <laughs> during the event. It's just like, <laughs> yo, God, this is dead too fast. And then, like, so you you sitting there, you watching, and like, and then and we basically turn around and say, like, All right, face, give us, give us 30 minutes. You knew, you knew from the demeanor of Babyface, Babyface going to bed, man.
0: Yeah, hey man, look, man. He gonna slide under them velvet sheets and chill the fuck out. Turn on some Netflix, maybe catch up on some like maybe or maybe binge
1: binge watch some green leaf. And it's just like we said he did a little video, like we gonna have to postpone this and say, like, That's that's true. And you know, I watched the video with uh Tim and Swiss basically, like, doing the post game about, like, uh, like, basically just the frustration, like, what are we going to do? Like that was, you almost were like, what are we going to do with Teddy? First, this man <laughs> had to do that on interview with Charlemagne talking about, you know, getting a piece of the action. And, and, and just, like.
0: See, I, I forgot about that. See, I oh, forgot I about forget. that completely. And I forgot about that completely because, like, it annoyed me because Charlemagne annoys me. And so Teddy going on there to talk about the money thing. And I'm like, once again, that's Ted, Ted being Ted right there. And and, and, and from that moment, I was like, you know what? It's not going to happen. I'm not worried about it. I got RZA versus Primo. I'm good. And then it happened. And once again, it was just, just like back in the day. It's like, oh, this is going to be dope. It's going to be great. Nope. nope.
1: We had it for a while, man. Nah, like, I I got to give it, I got to give it some, some credit. Last night was going Well, for a very, very, very long time, because I didn't believe it was gonna happen at all. Oh no, I understand. But like round two, you know the, the 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 you know they got back in,
0: they got back in, and like, and like, and the thing was for me, I was just so hurt by the first one. I was like, you know what? I'm not gonna let Teddy let me down again. I'm not. I'm I'm not. I'm gonna go outside and mow the lawn at eight o'clock. At well, eight o'clock. You are. The sun is going down and I was like, no, Teddy's just going to let me down again. I'm going to go mow the lawn. Like I texted Kenny Kyle and I was just like, Hey Kenny, yo man, let me know if they work this out because like, I don't want Teddy to let me down again. So I'm just going to go out and mow the lawn. That's what I texted him. And you can ask him because that's what I did. Cause I was like, I'm not doing this. I'm not. You and so, and so, you know, you started giving me some play by play. So as I, as I, um, finished. I, when I tuned in because I have the playlist here I have the official 20 song playlist here when I came in I came in let's see here round one round two round three round four five I came in round six so,
1: so play, round what six, song is that? Uh, high Five's The
0: Kissing Game and uh, and Babyface was like hey hey how old how, how were them boys when, when they record that song and Teddy was like um, you know between ages of 15 through 18 he's like oh okay he's like okay and the face was like, okay, yeah, that sounds that sounds that sounds good, that sounds good, you know, you know, and uh, you know, I had a I had a young kid um come through and uh, you know put out a dope song around that time, and he popped in every little step by Bobby, and I was like, oh, it is a fight, let's go,
1: you know. So many people didn't even know that like the face did that record right there last night, even though it was in the movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They have they had faux faux face, at faux LA in the movie. Yes, like it's all there. Like, well yeah, oh yeah. So let, let's, since you came in around then, so like I was there in the beginning. You know, Nick, okay. You you tune in, you go to Teddy's Instagram, and you see here he is alone, in a room, got no crazy uncle hat on or nothing. Yeah, he's, he's there. He got a towel around his neck, or should I say tile? <laughs> and he ready. It's just him and the phone. And then he brings in face. And it's like, oh, okay, you know, now this time, Babyface is in an actual studio. Yes. With the boy behind him. Yes. With the brown liquor and the white liquor <laughs> and the red cup with candles. Yes. Yes. And two Grammys sitting there. I'm like. This man babyface out here, he is putting on a presentation. So, like, I need you to understand what I do. See, the children, the children don't know. Mm -hmm. There are women watching this and they know what I do. Mm -hmm. And this is for them. I'm going to teach y'all, like, because, like, Teddy started out fast because he know he got the fast tracks on lock, bro yes yes so yes. he started out with that, that that Human Nature remix of SWE's right here yes yes which yes, is, yes, yes. Was, was, was was skeptical even in the chat cause people was like we all know you ain't do all this <laughs> you know Pharrell got some shit in here we do <laughs> people got, but we gonna let it rock because the song is so good so you know probably the only reason he even got the sample for Human Nature cause he did Dangerous cause back then Michael was so goddamn guarded with his masters that he would never let anybody sample on Michael Jackson record but it was right. so red, so it was like, okay, we're gonna let this rock. But then this man, Face, busted out an entire an entire story for Love Should Have Brought You Home last night. Mm. He did a story that he played the clip from the movie where Angela is just just tearing in the Marcus. And you're mm. like, oh, is he, he going into this all? And it's like, Bob, you hit a Tony, you be like, ah, goddamn. And you know, <laughs> these niggas out here, I he's like, oh man, what's that SWV? He's like, I know you want to groove, but man, if that that love should have brought you home last night, that sh- that shit is forever. Sean, you know that shit is forever, like you, you, man, you don't know how
0: much I love that song, fam. Like I remember the music video because the music video has the boomerang clip when Halle Berry puts her fingers on um Marcus's head, mm-hmm. and it's like love should have brought your ass home last night.
1: He played the whole clip. It's like I'm like, I'm like, how how anybody gonna score this? Because, like, is right here a good song? Yes, it is. But the songwriting on Love Show, it encapsulates an entire part of the movie. It is the climactic part for the Angela character and the part in which Marcus makes a change. That means, you know, they read the script to Boomerang. Yes. He then wrote the songs. Yes. They got the artists. And he was like, you know what? I'm gonna make Tony Braxton the star on this album right here. Grab come here, Tony. And then he, and he crafted the whole joint. If it it's the movie, something it's damn near like a Broadway musical, the way the soundtrack fits the story arc of the film. Yes. And I'm like, bruh, like I can't pick right here over this. Like, love, <laughs> like I still just be listening to Love Should've brought you home last like for no reason. I don't need to get, uh, you know, old school at noon. I don't need a throwback. I Because, no. you know, that's what I hear right here. Like, oh, yeah, this was my jam back when I was young. Yo, i yep. just be kicking it. I was like, yo, it's time, it's, it's time for the Tony. Just put that on. Just, I'm just bow. Yeah, like folks don't understand. Well, one, I don't think enough people understand the power
0: of the boomerang soundtrack. Boomerang soundtrack is maybe one of the few soundtracks where you
1: literally just let the whole thing play. And they're all babyface. They're all the face joints. That. All the, all the face joints. That weight next hell. Bodyguard. Woo! Yes. Yes. And man, like man, wow. you know what?
0: <laughs> like, like the Mo Money soundtrack, the Jam and Lewis joint is I two tracks it. away from being a perfect album.
1: It is. It's, 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 all, it's like the fact that Boomerang and Mo Money came out at the same time. God damn. Basically within the same like spring season. Yes. Yes. Like. And they both had these amazing soundtracks. Like, like this.
0: Like people forget like the 90s. Were incredible for like R and B hip hop soundtracks. God,
1: they, they were. They don't even incredible. make soundtracks no more. Like, what's the no? Well, actually, I can't say that. Only people making soundtracks now is Warner Brothers for DC movies. Mm. That's it. So, Fair. like, there's a whole generation of people that don't know what a good soundtrack is. No, they don't. So, no, they don't. Like, yeah,
0: but they're all right. So, you are getting around too, right? Okay, okay. I'm pulling it up. I'm pulling up. Pulling up my my list again. I'm pulling like, it up. Go. All right.
1: So Teddy, he does a he does a solid one, man. He plays Make It Last Forever. Bruh. And I was like, ooh. He was like, I got slow jams too. And I was like, yeah. oh, yeah, you do. I was like, ooh. Yes. See, ooh.
0: and like I'm willing to bet a lot of people didn't know Teddy produced
1: that. Yeah, because you know they don't be doing shit. But I do that shit instantly. I'm like, but it's Keith yeah. Sweat. Keith oh, Sweat, yeah. Teddy Riley. That, that's
0: just how it go. Like, yo, that first Keith Sweat album got a lot of Teddy on it, man.
1: That was his artist. Mm. It was oh man, and then um, mm. Beyblade's play. As soon as I get home, I was like, I was like, damn, Beyblade mm. just kept it consistent. He was like, it was like he was constantly the quiet storm for the most part. <laughs> and it's like, and it's like, dang it's like eight o'clock. It's like it's dark outside. It's like, yeah, like damn, it's almost time for the quiet storm anyway.
0: Right, right, right. And and it depends on where. Depend on where you live, it could be the
1: quiet fire yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> sorry, go ahead, fam go ahead, go ahead
1: is it's like that one like I think for that one, I think make it last forever. people could say like that one took out as soon as I get home, but that's that could be a hard decision
0: no, listen like okay, it was a tough decision, it is it is, but i to tell you what as soon as I get home is the ultimate RB. b I'm willing to do anything if you, if if we can be together. Like, no one has ever went to the extent that Kenneth Babyface Evans went to on that song. He was like, I'll buy your clothes, I'll cook your dinner, I'll pay your rent, all of it. And talk bad about the woman's man on top of
1: it. Yo, Dirty Maggot all the way.
0: And finished off with, I give good love. I'll buy your clothes, like, like.
1: <laughs> Yo, he's out there man. taking. He's straight up taking people's women. Like he's breaking up homes. Like he don't care, <laughs> bro. Like,
0: <laughs> look, and we should have known better because this is the same man that's saying, "With pebbles, love makes things happen. Love makes things happen." He said, "You could be a faithful man with two kids and a
1: good woman." <laughs> It don't matter, <laughs> so I'm gonna take her if I want her. Like, yep, and then, like, so then we get to the, the next round, and my man Teddy Bust Out just got paid. A song originally meant for Keith Sweat, that's joy a classic. Yes, it is. That was the payday song, yes, it is. For yes, for a long time. Like, every Friday, you turn to a black radio station, just got paid, getting played. <laughs> yes, like for a long time. Like not until the trap era took over that we probably stopped hearing, Just Got Paid, yep. Friday. That was like, that, that's just, it was like, like who, who what, what grown person did not like this song?
0: Hey man, it was the cut. Like that's Johnny Kemp's most popular song. Like Does somebody- have any knew, other
1: song? Like I don't even well, know.
0: I, I don't even know because here's the thing, people like, I know of people in my lifetime who had the album and would play the album, would play Just Got Paid and then after it went off, they would just take the record off of the record player. <laughs>
1: That's all you needed back then. <laughs> like, you it was just for that song, like you good, bro. Like yeah, and so but, and I think it. And you know what, I love that song. Yeah. But then Babyface came out, and talked about a story about his OGs. And he didn't use that <laughs> term because he's he's an OG himself. Yes, he is. And he played Rock City by the Whispers, and I was like, God. Damn it. Yo, this man brought back a whole group. Yes,
0: he did. Yes, he did. (laughs) Yes, he did. Not only that, you know what's what's wild about Rocksteady is, and this is what I, like, once I got into, like, retail, retail slash corporate America for a while, white people love this song. I mean, the old, the elderly, and the young and, like, that's the only Whisper song that they know. Like, it's the only Whisper song they ever heard of. They don't even know that the Whispers had a massive catalog before this song.
1: It's and, that, like. Oh, it's that bass line, that. Do, 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 yep. do, 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 Like, oh, I remember hearing that joint as a kid, Sean. So like, mm-hmm. that's one of the first songs I remember hearing is the Whisper's Rocksteady. Oh, yeah. That joint yeah. and, like, Aretha Franklin's Pink Cadillac.
0: Yeah, man, yo, they was jams. Like Rocksteady's Rock a fucking jam. Like I'll bump that shit right now.
1: You I mean, know, I was like, and I was like, I, see, this is see, this is a song where even people our age gonna sleep on. Like mm-hmm. y'all, y'all don't understand. This is like a two step classic. This is like <laughs> this was grown folks music as soon as it came out. Yes, and it wasn't even old yet. Like it came out, I was like, oh, it's The Whispers. Right. Like, this is for grown folks. Like, Right. The temptation is looking like,
0: damn, how can we get to that level again? <laughs> like,
1: I was like, oh, like, and it had a video. Like, I'm like, come on. And I'm like, yo, people going to give it to Just got kind of paid, and I can give it to that, but I'm like, yo, Rocksteady, mm-hmm. though? Like, when you play Rocksteady, whatever, you really just trying to listen Just Got Paid on Fridays when you get paid.
0: Right, exactly. But you're going to listen to Rocksteady anytime and come on.
1: Yo, listen that joint in the morning when you wake up like, <laughs> Stay there. Boom, do, do, do. Yeah. like god damn oh they got you grooving they had the perfect the twins had the perfect afros man yes how did they get how the afro so smooth look like a look like a microphone man how the hell happened <laughs> with perfect yeah, mustaches right. how yeah.
0: like like baby face gave the oj's new life like they never had to make another
1: song after that Yo, man, he out there say it was out there saving OGs, and then so like, Teddy didn't play Foxy's Brown with Blackstreet. Get me home, which I ain't gonna lie, took me out a little bit. I'm like, yo, that shit too new. We got rapping and shit, like, mm. like I'll, Like, what do you think about that, man? What do you th- what do you, what do you um, think about that? I'll be
0: honest with you. I'll be honest with you. Like, because um, like I, I was I was scouring the internet for replays today, and so like I got to that part, and I was just like Teddy. I was like, that's not a strong song. I was like, that's not a strong song at all. Like, listen, I love Eugene Wilde. Eugene Wilde, like, sang the original Get You Home Tonight. I have nothing wrong with, like, there's nothing wrong with samples. I'm all good with samples, especially if you're creative with it. That's not even Foxy's best song. I don't even, I don't, and I don't even care if Black Street's on it. It's, I'm like, no. I'm like, if you're going to play that, Teddy, I mean, Babyface just could have came around and said, okay, I'm going to play Sunshine with Jay Z and Foxy then. Like that song had no strength, it didn't. Like that, like that song is forgettable. So I I was just like, "Mm, no, bad call, Teddy. Bad call. Quit listening to your hype man. Who, by the way, during the whole thing would not shut up. Anyway, please continue.
1: Yeah, so then my man Babyface came out with the uh, every time I close my eyes, I'm like, bro, I'm like, bro bro. This is what, this is, this is, this is how strong you coming right now? Listen, listen, the, the day, the album, the day.
0: First time I heard it, every time I close my eyes, man, look, I ain't even going to lie. I cried. I cried. I was just like, this brother got me in my feelings. Cause like, I just, <laughs> during that time, cause I know I was in, I was in college during that time. And like, this girl broke up with me and that oh, song came home and like, I just started crumming. I was bawling, bawling. Like, I literally had to take that CD and hide it from myself for like six months. Like, that's how powerful that song was. Not not to mention during the bridge, Mariah singing backgrounds on it.
1: Yeah. Mariah Carey. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's how crazy it is. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. So, no, Teddy won that.
0: Teddy won that easily. I mean, not Teddy, but Babyface. Face, face yeah. won that easily. Face won that easily. He
1: didn't even have to try. I know, right? Like, and again, that's another song where I think people would say, oh, man, I want some upbeat stuff. Like, nah, man, every time I close my, like, again, that's some quiet storm shit. That's like, right. that's some shit where you riding around. It's like, it's like midnight. It's dark. There's just, just street lights and, and, the, and the traffic lights and the lights of the building. And it's like yes. quiet. It might be just after like a lights like summer rain or some shit. Mm-hmm. You know, I got to build a picture for the people. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. you fucked up in the game and you hear that shit and that shit takes you out of path. And you're like, yeah. damn. <laughs> like, damn.
0: Yes. Yes. Yeah, that's some it CD does.
1: music. That's when you had the diss, man.
0: Yes. Yeah, man. Yeah, like... With that was protection. Like that. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, of course you had to have skip protection. Cause you got the cassette adapter running up into the, you know, man. You gotta have the skip protection and the AC adapter, so you ain't got to burn out on them batteries.
1: Nah, you know what I'm saying? But then uh, Teddy Teddy did a good job because he hit up with that that piece piece of my love.
0: Yeah, man. Like I, I I love these like infidelity songs, man. So many like so much so much R and B and like of the 80s and 90s is just about cheating. And being and just being just downright dirty and just dirty macking, yes. <laughs> you can have a piece of my love. It's waiting for you. You know, you know. But you can't have all of me because I'm not totally free. I can't tell you everything that's going on. There's a few things in my past that should not be explained. And I'm like, <laughs> but the, that's the fucking jam. No, let that beat play. Let that no. beat play.
1: What that do 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 do. <laughs> 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 yes. I was like, oh. I was in the house. I was like, hey! I was like that's yeah. my shit. Mm. It was like, oh yo, Aaron Hall was all one soul car back there, bro. It <laughs> he was he, yo, he had a whole lane, bro. It was yes, like, Uncle Charlie is not around no more. Yeah, yo, here come this. Here come this. Aaron Hall got that that nice that nice groove. It's like. Not too much bass, but just enough bass. You know, what I'm just yeah. saying, like ah, like and it's like damn. Yeah. But I ain't gonna lie, like Babyface came strong with the reply with the Ready or Not by After Seven. Yes, he I did. I was like,
0: damn. And I, didn't he say that song? That song was like for somebody else, and like they didn't want it, so he just held on to
1: it. I didn't forget. I didn't know that story. I just yeah. know he told this this song that I, you know I yeah. I gave my brothers. You know, my brothers. I, I like that you this you played a song that you know was with your brothers. You know, you was, you was out there. So I had to, you know, I I I had brothers too. You know, I had to play. I wrote them a song. And then after that, ready or not, I was like, oh shit. I was like, he gonna play after seven. I said, like, Oh, see, that's a deep cut, cause Rabel didn't even know, yeah. like, like, oh yeah, like, oh yeah, baby face had yeah, Babyface had siblings, and they could sing too. Like, yeah, and it, whole family yeah. was nice. <laughs> yeah, the whole family was nice. Whole damn family was
0: nice. And after seven had hits. Like, people don't understand. Like, they don't understand from like, this is how talented and crowded the this is how talented and crowded the R and B era was. From like, I want let's say like. 85, I'd say 86, 87 to like 1996, okay? After 7 had three albums, one in eight, They had four, but that's in 2016. The fourth one was in 2016, but After 7's first album was in 89, platinum. After 7's second album, 1992, platinum. After 7's third album, 1995, gold. And if you go back and look during that period of time at like all the talent out there, it, I'm like, actual legitimate talent and i'm not trying to say that to diss the current talent that's out there right now but why you, you being nice
1: you know but like the talent <laughs> these men ain't singing no more no they ain't no, writing no songs they don't they're care not. about no love they just care about no. fucking right and
0: like but people don't understand after seven had hits they had hits like uh they had a six years like a like a six year span of hits between three albums soundtracks and they were always around. They were always around. Even on the Greatest Hits album in 97, they did a cover of uh, Sarah Smile, which was completely different than what Hollow Oates did. And that shit knocked. And I was just like, damn, I was like, these dudes is amazing. And like, yo, like I said, as soon as you look at them, as soon as you look at Melvin and uh, Kavan, you're like, of course they're Edmonds. Of course they are. Look at them. They look just like face. You know, and the other brother that's just over there in the corner—I don't know who that was. I, I'm, just, I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. But the thing is, man, like that's how talent—that was the talent level during that period of time. There were so many acts going platinum and gold, and it wasn't the cheating way. It was, damn, all this music's great. I gotta buy this shit now.
1: Yeah, and they weren't even like a big group. Like, like remember, like the the numbers are so low now. Realistically comparing to like when you had to buy albums, like what well, they went like gold mostly. maybe. Yeah.
0: Like, yeah.
1: and then compared to like what Babyface, you know, he, his song going platinum like all the time, you know, it's like, oh man, you know, they ain't really out there. They ain't selling like the crazy numbers, but like they was on that, um, adult contemporary station on the yeah. rail and the choir song all the time. Like yes. he was growing from music- from music from jump. Like, oh, you yeah. are not a kid listening to this, you have bills. <laughs> you listen to After 7 you got bills you go to jazz yes. clubs you yes. take your girls to restaurants yes where you have to yeah. get uh, waited on and you gotta talk to a host you know what yeah. I'm saying you had to wear the suit <laughs> you know as you call yes. the, the banker suit R&B you had to you had to dress up <laughs> y-
0: yes yes <laughs> paging Alexander O'Neill. paging Alexander <laughs> O'Neill. your suit is ready <laughs> y- you know like yeah man like like. like Sorry, but yeah, after seven had the slow jams, you know, ready or not, can't stop, nights like this. Um, baby, I'm for real. Um, you know, can he love you like this? Oh god, like till you do Chains. me right. Woo! Chains. Okay, and yeah, okay, please. Let, 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 let us continue because like I will go on a on a tangent. So let us continue. Let us continue.
1: So now we got we caught up to where we started where you told us about. I like the way it slashed, aka the kissing game and every little step so since we we did we did kind of talked about the, those those jams and, and the the way in which the the song play and then the counter by Babyface then we get to the, the um then Teddy played that I want her yeah and man man I remember when that joint used to come when that joint first came on the radio mm-hmm. like. What is this? Yeah, this man. This is not Luther Vandross. No. No. What is going... You listen, you learn the black radio, and you're like, it? Whoa. This is... What kind of R&B music is this? Like, yeah, man. <laughs>
0: yeah. Like, because the beat comes in, and it's like... And the beat comes in hard, and then you got like all the Teddy ad libs in the background on top of like Keith Sweat's like Lenny Williams ish type singing. You mean
1: his begging? Yeah. Yeah. Let's keep it up. Yeah. Like, I always think about this. My mom never really liked Keith Sweat because she's like, why he always begging? And if you <laughs> listen to Keith Sweat, it's like, he's begging. Like, you know, you're a kid in the car. So you like, oh, you listen to the song, but you really don't understand. And then like, you know, your parents ain't so. It's like, now as an adult, you know they like hear the things. It's just like, like this man always begging. You listen to him. It, yeah, like, this, constantly. Like this man keeps is he is the most beggingest of the beggars right now. Like, but the but, damn that joint was a jam though. Like it was the it, jam. Like and that was the thing. Like and Teddy, like I I personally
0: feel that that is like in the top top easily top ten of Teddy's best produced songs of all time mm-hmm. because. The bridges and hooks, musically, are crafted so well.
1: Yeah, so well. is amazing on that shit. Yes. His yes. progression is amazing on that shit. Like, Yeah. Like, what is he? Oh, my goodness. Like, what? And you think about this now, you take this shit for granted, but it's like, nah, when this came out, literally, like, R&B music was, was, was freaking the old Star Wars, like Aretha Franklin, The Whispers, Paya mm-hmm. LaBelle. And all this type of stuff. And then you hear like um you hear Luther, you hear Anita Baker. This shit was so motherfucking smooth. You hear that yeah. early Whitney before she went pop, you know what I'm saying? Yes. That first Whitney album that was all smooth that RB shit. And then mm-hmm. you like, and then you know, occasionally you might get you get a you get a good Michael Jackson cut, you get that Quincy in there, or you get yeah. that Janet joint, you'd be like, Oh yeah. But then like you hear this shit, like what the fuck? As mm-hmm. a kid, you like, what the fuck is this shit? Like <laughs> Yo, like, this is it. This is what this is. Oh yeah. man, the sun is out. Like, <laughs> we're going to McDonald's. Like, oh, this shit is life. Like, yes, we in the future. Like, fuck this Flintstone shit y'all listening to. But yeah, then, my man. man, see, my man, <sighs> Babyface got he got secret weapons, bro. Yes, he do. Because that song is so amazing. But this man, I'm gonna hit, hit you with the he, it was like, Tevin Campbell. Can we talk? It was like, ah, oh, can be? Can we talk, though? Yeah, I like, see. See, I was outside putting my
0: lawnmower away when it happened. And like, I literally was in the driveway, like, just like like just like Tevin in the video when like he got to the point where he has arms out and it was like kind of like going in a circle yeah. doing the same damn thing, man. Because <laughs> I, I love that song. People don't understand, like. Tevin Campbell could fucking sing, fam. Like he can sing, and and the disrespect, the disrespect. Like we don't we don't give Tevin enough love, man. We really don't, because he did hold it down for a period of time during an era when, like, Usher was like, you know, during the era when Usher was coming up with like uh, the My Way album and stuff like that. Like Tevin was holding it down too. You know, and it wasn't like a boys demand versus Jodeci type thing. Yeah, it wasn't like that. They were just two completely different styles. But man, Tevin, Tevin can blow, dog. So, such,
1: so, uh it was such a strong, strong song. Like, like that's like a teenage slow jam. That yeah. was like an adult slow jam. Like it was yeah. both. Like, like can we talk? Like, how it's crazy that like. People don't do covers no more. No. Cause like if I was trying to get a new like, you can't do that no more because you know, kids, kids, everything's weird now. But man, if so, if somebody don't put like can we talk in a movie, make that joy the crux of a me cute, mm-hmm. they playing games. They playing games. That's right. So yeah, you know, I think some people give that a draw. Um, I'm giving it to Can We Talk, you know. Yeah. But yep. it, Teddy was strong because he came back with I Like. And I was like.
0: I, I I played that in the car today. Yeah, that shit knocks.
1: Forever, bro. Like, I don't, to me, like, the first Guy album is the perfect Guy album. Like, the second one got some killer joints on it. Mm-hmm. But that first cover, that first one with them on the cover, you know what yeah. I'm saying, with Guy, Yes. And the purples and the grays and the and the orange yellows and shit. Mm-hmm. And, and then that that to me is like, yeah, that's that's there, like that's it, like, that's yeah. the perfect, that's the perfect album. That's like a perfect guy album. If I want to say, like, man, you don't know who guy is, go listen to this. Yeah.
0: This
1: this is this is what we was dancing to. This is yes. When when you we dancing, you sweat it. You know what I'm saying? Because you're jumping in mm-hmm. the air and your feet is just doing all these crazy moves and shit. And you fucking <laughs> move around. It didn't matter your age group. What Was I old enough to go outside, outside yet? No, you know what no. I'm saying? But I could tell that the clubs was crazy. Yes. Um. So then, see, I seen Face of Losses, because he played Karen White, The Way You Love Me. It's a great song, but like, it ain't I like, though.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, I like, okay. If, if he... <laughs> I don't know. Like, I think if he'd have played Secret R- Rendezvous, I think he could have got some extra points on that one. The Secret R- Rendezvous was tight. But I understand, like, I, I like Knox. So, like, yeah, I had to give it to Teddy on that round. I had to. Because I like his the fucking jam, though. Like, it's it's almost a perfect song, to be honest with you.
1: Yo, yeah, like... It's like damn, like this is one of the only times where it's like, oh man, I don't know what you because really, this is one I can't make no defense for. Like you go either way. It was like no, yeah. I like it's I like like, like. yeah. Um, but oh. then he hit you. Then Teddy, the you know, like, then Teddy came back with, "Is it good to you?" The Heavy D and the Boys version,
0: yeah, yeah, not so, the Tammy Lucas version, yeah, because
1: you can play either one, and you knock it out of the park. Yeah, the Heavy man. D sauce. Ooh, the heavy D sauce on it, cause man, overweight lover heavy D like.
0: Yes, hey, and that album is a great album too. That whole ad, that is a fantastic album.
1: Heavy D guy, he had bangers. I think yes, his first three albums are fire. Yes, well, I, I agree fully. I, I agree. I agree
0: a hundred percent. And the thing is, like, his first album, cause his first album is the one that has overweight lovers in the house. Um, like, um, that album. Uh Living Large. Like Living Large is like, yeah, this is cool. Big time now, big time. Woo! Big time, platinum. Peaceful journey, platinum. Blue funk, gold. Nothing but love, platinum. Waterbed have gold. You give me big time through waterbed have, I love those albums. Living Large, I enjoy. I do. I enjoy Living Large. But like big time through Waterbed Heav, you couldn't tell me nothing, fam. Like them shits was on point.
1: Back in the day which people don't like to talk about where you can have rappers that wasn't gangster and that wasn't pop cuz you know being pop was bad but still had mm-hmm. that mainstream appeal that you could respect. It was yep. Fresh Prince, it was Heavy D, yep. And it was Kid and Play. Yep. And It was Salt and Pepper. I put Salt and Pepper in there too cuz they was- Yes, we
0: do. Yes, we do. Yes, yes, yes. And MC Light, and also put Light in there.
1: I almost put her in like the, to me, she's in like the MC class, right? Because, mm-hmm. you know, you can have like, you know, you got the gangster shit, and then you got like the pop shit, because, you know, I yeah. still love me some Hammer, but oh, yeah. usually, you know, there's the MC, MC is like, you really can't say there was like a lot of people that can rap better than MC Light, so I put her in like in the MC class, yeah, yeah. you had to listen to MC Light. Yeah. Did she put out a single? Yes, but you got to listen to MC Light.
0: Yeah, she could, she, she could rhyme her ass off. I, I can't front on that shit. Like, she could rhyme her ass off. Because <sighs> Cha-Cha-Cha is still that fucking jam. Yeah. yeah.
1: Like, rhyme, all that, you Yo, know, yeah. Like, yeah. She, she, bars. <laughs> bars. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. So, and so then, Babyface hits it with the, he was like, I'm going to do Tevin Campbell again. He hit that, I'm ready. And I was like, "Ooh, like, yeah!" And I, I love think... "I'm Ready." Yeah, it just can't be, it can't be heavy D in the boys. I know, I know. But if it was the regular, if it was the regular, is it good to you? The one with yeah, this, Tammy, Tammy and Tammy and Tammy. It'd yeah. be straight. But nah, it's the one with like it got them heavy D bars on it, and it's just like, and yeah. just like, oh, like the video, like oh man, it was oh, it was such a movement, it was such a mode. Like, uh, so yeah, like it was like it is that's the thing, like Tevin only got like two like super duper 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 like hits, just like super moves in like Street Fighter, or something like <laughs> the Shiku Hadouken, he only got Shiku Hadouken and the show you rapper. He ain't got he ain't got he ain't got four extra joints he can pull off. <laughs> Man. So then like they go back to the beginning. They go back to what they did on Saturday. So Teddy yeah. plays the show, which we can hear this time. Yes. Which a lot of people didn't know he did. And didn't know how he did it at a younger age, he did it. Mm, 17 years old. Still amazing. S- still relevant. Still sounds fresh. Still different. And then Babyface again plays his basically his first song, which is two yep. occasions. And it's like, "To me, that depends. Is like, do you want to listen to rap right now, or do mm-hmm. you want to listen to slow jams right now? Right? You can say that's a draw because it really depends on mood. But mm-hmm. as, you, as we said before, yo, that that two occasions, the whole thing, and then like when he come on for the hook, it's just like, <sighs> man, face. He had the big pompadour back then too, like the big yes." Actor.
0: They all had the big hair. They all had the big hair. You know, like, listen, they could have played two occasions, shoot them up movies, I or I'll movie. send you roses. They could have played either either one of those three. And i have been like, no, baby face wins. Face wins. Like, I love the show. I love the show. But he played the deal. People don't understand. I shouldn't say all. Oh, I shouldn't say people. Some people don't understand how powerful the deal was, and this is what I mean by how powerful the deal was. The original members: Kenneth, Babyface, Edmonds, Antonio, La Reid. We know who what La Reid has done. We know what Babyface has done. Uh, K and Ko uh, Roberson played bass. L- like the like the deal
1: doesn't exist without. Face and Ellie Reed. And black music in the 90s don't exist without without LaFace. Exactly. Atlanta isn't Atlanta as an entertainment hub without LaFace. Right. We don't get Outkast. We don't get TLC. Nope. They don't save Whitney Houston for black people. Nope. They don't basically create and master the modern movie Soundtrack. That like that, like the show is important. Important, like historically mm-hmm. in terms of rap, all that type of Dougie Fresh, Slick Rick, the Ruler, the call and response, the entire story, everything's sounded. the The beatboxing is crazy. Joint is one of important rap songs, but like, yo, know, two occasions. Like that's the like, game, yeah, man. If you just want to talk about the importance of what LA Reid and babyface is, mm-hmm. that, that, that shows you the path. This is like, damn, this song is immaculately put together. Yep. Immaculate.
0: Yeah,
1: man. Yes. And then yes. and see this again, this is where Teddy makes a mistake. He played The City is Mind by Jay-Z featuring Blackstreet. <laughs> yeah, and like Ugh. Yeah, that's the song so, I skip on that album. Like, I don't listen to The City is mine.
0: Yeah, like um, I actually I actually uh put that album um back on my back on my iPhone uh earlier last week because I just been going through catalogs, you know, since we at home. And so um I put it on and and I know what that, that was for first that was Jay's versus Def Jam album. And so like you're trying to get like this like balance of mainstream and still hardcore hip hop. You know what I mean? Like it's, it, you know, it, it was this weird mix and it didn't really, it didn't mesh well. The city is mine is not a strong song. You know, like I'm like, I'm like, sunshine is a better track than, than the city is mine. And you remember how many folks was mad when sunshine first came out. Mm-hmm. They was mad at Jigga. They was mad. They was like, you sold out. And I'm like, well, you just dropped the city is mine. What about that? But then there's primo tracks on there though. There's primo tracks on that first album that are I'm well, not first the second album. There's primo tracks on there that are good. But then there's also Imaginary Player which like uses quiet storm R&B as like the foundation for the song. That song is dope. I love Imaginary Player. But um yeah, the city the city is mine is whack. And this comes this comes from someone who bought the CD single for 99 cents. And was like I was like, "Oh, this is this is this is this is it. This is it." Nah, no, nah, you could do better, fam. I
1: kn- I know Jay Z looks at Volume One as a disappointment after his, after Reasonable Doubt. I've always loved in my lifetime as a flawed masterpiece Fair. because, like, it has a million and one questions. It starts yes. off like that. Yes. You basically skip The City mind. Mine. I only watched the video because as Michael Rappaport has a little uh, the usual suspects type thing. It was cool to watch. Yeah. You skip I Know What Girl's Like. That shit is trash. But then <laughs> yeah. you get to Imaginary Players and you like the yeah. doom, 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 ba-doom, doom, 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 Yo, like, bruh, he was just ripping people apart on that joint. I was like, yeah. it's like, damn, I gotta be cool like Jay-Z. I gotta get this money. I gotta get, the, you know what I'm saying? What you know yeah. about the joint with the 4.5 or the 4.6, you know, 40, 50 <coughs> G's cocksucker now beat it. Like, <laughs> ah! Yeah, yes. And then yes. you know that joint, the streets is watching in front of 498. And then yeah. you got Lucky Me, then you go ahead again. You skip Always Be My Sunshine, because that shit is, no, let that go.
0: Look, you know what's crazy about Always Be My Sunshine? Prestige produced that the same dude who produced imaginary player.
1: Hey, yeah, you going for the hit. Like, I understand. Get the money. Yeah. Get the, get the money. Yeah. But then you it's get Here You Wit, which was always on Rap City, which had yes. that little that little like the Mac type of uh video where he mm-hmm. the players' ball. Man, then face off with sauce money, Bruh.
0: Yes. Produced by Tone.
1: <laughs> Real niggas, rap game, then where I'm from, and then you was love me. Bro, yes. nah, that joint got some don't got too many bangers on it, man. That's fine. but as we went through this random, <laughs> tangent, as I said, Sorry. he plays the city's mind. Yeah. and I'm like, that ain't it, chief, because then nope. face he hit us with the rock with you, and I was like, oh, this is yes. a, that's a murder right there. <laughs> yes, like it's rock with you. Yes that's when you know like Bobby was on his full slow jam bag. Like, mm-hmm. he was that dude. Like, you like, like, yo, new edition did not use Bobby enough. Like, yo, no. like, yo he could have been doing this. Y'all could have had two front men. Like, it could have been him and Ralph forever. <laughs> like, <laughs> what was y'all doing? <laughs> yeah, man. And so after this, they did the switch sides like football. I don't know why. I guess just Teddy just wanted the time, to, so he will always have to go have to go first.
0: Well, you'll probably need to find a charger for his phone.
1: That came, that came later. But yeah, so then after he got babyface up to speed to be okay with the now, nah, I'm gonna go first. Then he played the Ghostbusters 2 song.
0: Yo, I was literally about to hop in the shower because I had it playing. I had it playing while I was in the shower. And I opened up the shower and I heard it. Man, I turned, my head snapped so hard. My head snapped so hard. Like, literally, my neck popped. <laughs> and, and I was like, because like, that's my cut. That's the best that part of Ghostbusters 2. Yes. Like, yeah, it is it's, It is the best part of Ghostbusters 2. Ghostbusters 2 is literally a live action episode of the real Ghostbusters.
1: Which I like because I was a yes. kid and I love that cartoon. But yeah, like, mm-hmm. I can see why people like, say, you should live them." Like, no, Whatever. Whatever. No, that like, song
0: though, the song, the song is a fucking bomb though. The song is a bomb, like that man. You don't understand, like, a, like you got somebody rapping about Ghostbusters in the song, and that shit is still per- a permanent foundation in R and B music. It's permanent. The beat is the beat is tough. The so beat tough. is tough. See, that's the thing about so face. So like face even took like a little tiny section of that song. And turned it into I'll be giving you the benefit for pebbles.
1: Yo, man, Yo. he was really out there mm-hmm. helping. <laughs> he LA have a happy man. marriage, man. He
0: yes, was really he was. Here. Yes, he was. Yes, he's like I'm trying for you, fam. I'm trying. I'm that's trying. Real, that's, I'm, some,
1: that's some real friendship.
0: You ain't lying. You ain't lying. Yeah, on our own is amazing. That's an am- that's, love that song. But
1: but what did Teddy counter with though? In the closet with Michael Jackson off a goddamn dangerous. I was like, damn!
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh. Yeah,
1: but I was just like... Like, oh! oh." "Oh." When that video came out with Naomi Campbell. (laughs) Yeah, bro. The sepia yeah. tone video, the sepia mm-hmm. like black and white video, and on the, like yeah. the little hot sandy spot with the right bottle whites and browns and docks. And I was like, oh, and then you know, Michael had like the ponytail, and he was doing like the real stiff movements on his groove on his dancing, and he had just the wife beat on and the pants, and then yes. Naomi had that white, that white outfit on, you saw that midsection, and just like she looked like a goddamn moving statue, and it's just like damn. Damn. And then the thing is that Face hit you with a, a, a story about yeah. Michael Jackson and Madonna before. How Madonna <laughs> tried to get Michael to dress up as a girl. He was like, I ain't with this. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> like, how does the story connect? It don't matter. Face got stories. <laughs> like, yes. Yes. Where is the Face yeah. documentary? <laughs> yes. But see, that one, that's a hard one. I think people can get that joint to draw because Dangerous is the last great Michael Jackson album.
0: Yeah, it is. It hey, is. It's like yep,
1: that it was it that yeah. That was a hit. That was a single single. <laughs> and, and
0: and the video was ex- had the extended beat where they just let Michael just dance for like 2 minutes straight.
1: They just let him go, bro. They just let him go, and I was like That Damn Dangerous was so fire.
0: So yeah. then like
1: So oh yeah, and this is when <laughs> this is where Babyface This is where Babyface Took Teddy Hart a little bit Yes he did Yes, he did. Alright for people who might listen to this Who don't even know nothing about R&B music Who don't watch none of this Or you might have missed this Babyface was sitting there Talking about he was doing a story He talked about how much Michael and, and Madonna loved this song You know he was talking about how people love this song He grabs the acoustic guitar Out of nowhere, if this was wrestling, this is the chair. Out of nowhere, (laughs) he puts it down on his lap, he starts playing the first notes to When Can I See You, and then he started singing it live acoustic, sounding like the goddamn unplugged album. Yes, bro, Mm. it's a problem. It was a problem. uh, I was like, You can't beat that, you can't, no, you can't.
0: No, you can't because that's another song that's made me cry. (laughs) I love love that song. Like, I I love this. I love that album. The uh, the For the Cooling You album. Yo,
1: (laughs) is that one of the most most perfect titles to an album for artists ever? You you ain't
0: even lying. You ain't even lying, you know. And so just it like and I heard it because I was listening to it and I was just like because I was in the shower when I heard it. I was like, wait a minute. This makes is a little different. Wait a minute, is, is he playing? Is he, is he playing this? And then I hear Teddy be like, oh, I know you could bring instruments. Like, I don't you know if I know that I'm wrong. No, like, no, mm-hmm. Teddy, don't you bring, don't you dare instruments. They told me you
1: can't have <laughs> instruments. No, and there's a no reason, Teddy. Everybody in the chat was like, yeah, because of what happened last time. <laughs> <laughs> like everybody know Face just got that got the acoustic guitar he ain't got that hooked up to no sound and he nope. playing live and it sounded good it was sounded crisp yes it did I was like damn Babyface oh because- I was like oh man I think what did and see this is the thing that gets Teddy play before I let go before I let you go <sighs> which is a joint which is like yes it could compare almost but Babyface played that joint live man
0: I know. He's sucking himself, yo. Yeah, I know.
1: Right there.
0: (laughs) I don't need no help. (laughs) Like, when can I see you again? And before I let you go for that period of time, like two of my favorite songs.
1: Mm, I can see people giving it a draw. Yeah. But I think like the performance aspect in this like type of situation. I got to give it to face. You got to give it to face, man. He played the song. Like nobody else sung this song. I sung this song. I wrote this song. I produced this song. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Oh, I and, can play the my, guitar.
0: Yes. And, and Michael Jackson and Madonna loved it.
1: Michael Jackson and Madonna. <laughs> the only name he didn't drop was Prince that whole night. And I was like, God dang. <laughs> and so now we back into the start of the whole new round. Mm-hmm. And then Babyface busts out the 12 inch version of Whip Peel. Yes. I love Whip Peel, man. Can't nothing defeat uh, Peel for me.
0: Listen. I'm biased listen, on Whip
1: Peel. Listen. Like, okay,
0: that album, that, that, that album, when you pull that, when you pull that album up, and you pull that album up, like, Tender Lover, when you pull Tender Lover up, this was like the, the way it was set up, it was set up, and this is the way it was in like the late 80s, early 90s, you would have the first half is all up tempo. But the second half, slow jams. And the thing was is that babyface set that up to where when you flipped the cassette tape to side B, there was a prelude before Whip Appeal comes on. It was like it was like a little prelude of where will you go before whip appeal comes on? Because he was letting you know the slow jams start now. Now. God damn. Whip and Peel is amazing, man. Whip the Peel is just,
1: God, it's amazing. But then Teddy hit us with Less Chill. I'm like, how are you supposed to, pay? <laughs>
0: <laughs> you can't. You can't. Like, I think, I think that's like Teddy's best song ever. Produce song-wise. I think Less Chill is his best song. And I love Teddy. I think that's his best song ever because it's one of the few guy songs where everybody, Damien, Aaron, and Teddy, you hear their voices on the hook and they, they mesh beautifully. Okay. Everybody on that song plays their part perfectly. That could be Teddy's best produced song out of all the stuff he's producing. He's produced a lot of fantastic songs. I couldn't choose, man. Like, I couldn't, like, I, like, it was around this time it got really tough because, because also, what did Babyface play next?
1: He played My, My, My by Johnny Gill. See? See? Put on your red dress, (laughs) (laughs) your high heels, niggas. Yes. He was still on New Edition, nigga. Like, he was like, who is a new nigga in New Edition? And then, you're like, oh, shit. This baba got his own joints and they hits. Yep. <laughs> yes. Yes.
0: Like, Face, Face gave Johnny Gill hits. People don't, like, a lot of people don't know. Before Johnny Gill joined New Edition, he had a couple albums on his own. He had a, And he also had an album with Stacey Ladisaw. And, like, this, but like Johnny Gill's solo albums before joining a New Edition did not move. Face made Johnny Gill's solo records, solo albums move. Yes. Especially that first album.
1: That first album. Yeah.
0: Please, Johnny Gill's
1: still living off the album.
0: Yeah, well, I shouldn't say first album. His well, really, it's his third.
1: But it's let's be, let's keep it a thousand. It is his first, first. album. It's He's first. still living off of that. He can come out. That joint is so raw. The dude that played Johnny Gill would come out and sing that song and get the draws. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Cosplaying is Johnny Gill. See, that's like, and then see, and see, this, see, this is an, this is another setback. See, if Face played a joint that ain't going to really win, you'd be like, oh man, but like this is a good joint, but you know you can't win. No, yeah. Teddy played deep. Nobody like Deep.
0: Like, I... Not for real, for real. Not for real, for real. Like, I like Deep because I had to give myself an excuse to, like, at least one song on that album. The, The final Black Street album. I had to give myself an excuse. And so I was like, I dig what you're trying to do. And I'm like, and I hear everybody on the record, but I'm like, Deep does not qualify. You cannot, you cannot, you cannot... Go against my, my, my with deep. Teddy, you got other slow jams, fam. Like, you can't... No. No. You can't use deep against my,
1: my, my. Why would you? What, like, like, what are you thinking? Like, it's my, my, my. And you know he got other joints he could have played. He should have right. played Teddy's jam.
0: Yes, he should have. He should have Groove Me. Yes. Or he could have played... now. Or better yet, if he wanted to go slow jam for slow jam... He could have played uh, Tease me tonight. That's a, that, like that's a deep cut. But people know that song, no. He could have played yeah. that. He, he could have played Goodbye Love. He could have played that. People know that too. You
1: <laughs> show sure enough. You show sure enough. Okay? You can play okay. remember the time. Yeah, he could play, yeah. you can. Yeah. Has... You remember the time. Yes. Yes.
0: Yeah, like yeah, there's so much stuff he could have played. And he played deep. Deep. Look, I wouldn't have even accepted Housekeeper by Men of Vision. Because, look, I'm not going to front. Housekeeper was the jam. Basically, Teddy was like, I'm about to make a babyface song, but with Teddy Riley style. Because it's just a bunch of brothers saying, I am willing to do whatever it takes to make you mine. In the morning, I can cook your breakfast, baby. Get you ready for work. Let me be your housekeeper, girl. Okay? Like, you know, in the evening, <laughs> I can get your bath water ready. Show you what you're worth. Let me be your housekeeper. It's just brothers begging, saying I will do anything if you will just be with me. I'd have accepted that. Deep, though. Deep.
1: Deep. 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 Really? Really? Yeah, man. He's bugging. Yeah, he's bugging. So,
0: please continue.
1: And please face, Smack him upside the head because he played Real Life Special by TLC.
0: <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> which is probably their most adult slow jam record out of their catalog.
0: Yeah, it is. It is.
1: Like, yeah. that was a real sexy time record. Like, you know, they had a banger. They had, you know, Baby 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 on the first joint, which is a real good. You know, that's a groove cut right there. That's like that's some teenage, college-age love right there, just like how the videos show. Mm-hmm. But Red Light Special was like, oh, they grown now. Yes. They grown, grown. Yes. Like, oh, yeah. You put the red light on, you know what I'm saying? That opened up a lot of eyes for people who didn't know what the red light was. You know, you're like, mm-hmm. oh, you see the red light, and went on, was like, oh, we know what's going on there.
0: <laughs> yes, indeed. And you're not yes. shooting pictures. No. No, no. Or you
1: might, but you know, you ain't developing film, I should say.
0: No, no, no. You're you're not doing no, no,
1: no, no. So Mm -hmm. then, then, then Teddy plays the I Get Lonely remix. (sighs) Which is sus.
0: Okay, it's sus for the following reasons. I had that Maxi single because I wanted the remix, okay? Because I like the remix, okay? I like, like the remix. They say it's a Teddy Riley remix. I get that. But guess who did all the drum programming on that joint? Timbo. Timbaland. Timbaland did all the drum programming on that joint. So
1: is it really a Teddy Riley remix? How about the fact that I Get Lonely is a Jam and Lewis joint? I'm just saying. <laughs> mm. Mm.
0: Yes. Mm. Yeah. So yeah, that, that. See, what is Teddy doing? And see, and it's all this hype man's fault because he keeps naming songs and fucking everything up. Like, Teddy was pulling from the wrong bag, plus he needed to find a charger for his phone because he's sitting there using a kinder care phone and instead of like at least, like I, like I texted you last night. Somebody should just do a GoFundMe to get Teddy Riley an iPhone 8.
1: Now, this is what I think what happens is this. He, to make it sound better, he had to plug the headphones in. So okay. he has the headphones in, but he has to have a newer phone, so he has to have a seven or up. Because the okay. headphones only connect through lightning port. So you can't yes. so most people can't charge and listen on the headphones at the same time. Right. So he had to disconnect the headphones decrease the sound quality for the for the viewers. Us while you looking for a charger, he got a charger because his phone was gonna die. <sighs> and I'm like, yo, you should be rich enough to either have the battery case yes or the adapter so you can plug in your headphones and the lightning cable to charge yes it ain't hard pause you know what I mean like yeah it, but it is what it is and I remember this is also when Face was like like what was that a remix <laughs> like yeah that's a remix like what? we doing remixes we doing now remixes now uh, it don't matter I don't I don't do remixes. I was like, oh shit. Face don't do remixes. Oh, he killed it. Ah, oh, goddamn the shade. Yeah. <laughs> Which yeah, is true. Like, he do one version. He do the yeah. version of the song. He do the version, yeah. That's it. That's it. So after yeah. that, like he plays Superwoman by Karen White, you know, for the women, you know what I'm saying? To make sure they oh, feel appreciated.
0: Uh, of course, because that was the hit.
1: And see, this is one. Where I know you could tell the age of the person's, like, y'all don't know what it was like being around like your moms and your aunts or whatever when that joint came out. Because, man, Superwoman was that was a big record,
0: like, that's all I got. Yes, it was, yes, it was, yeah, like, yeah, man, that 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 record was huge, (laughs) bruh. Like, they played, man, they played that song every day, they uh. BET played that video every day. Um, you know, like, I can't, man, I can't even recall how long that joint was in, like, the video sold top 20 countdown.
1: Yeah, you know, Donnie Simpson loved that shit. That shit was always oh, on. Oh, of course. Of course. You know, of course. A smooth voice Donnie Simpson. He's still out there on the radio. <laughs> he's still out here. Did you know he'd yeah, be, he be around here? You know what I'm saying? He lives around here. Oh, uh, word? Yeah, he's, yeah, man. Back, he was on BET back when BET was in DC back. Wow. Back with DC was was still Chocolate City and it was the blackest. Like you want to talk about Batland all the time, but um yeah, BT was here, bruh
0: BT wow. was here.
1: Uh, Video mm. Soul was taped here. Mm. <laughs> wow. All those shows were taped here. All those studios is in DC. That's wild. The building is still there. It still has the big BT logo on it. They just don't take it off. What? what? Yeah. It's crazy. They just moved out like like ten years ago, <laughs> and they still do like they still do some of like the big events like the not the BT Awards, but like the joints where they like honor people. They still do yeah. that joint here. They do it in the Kennedy Center. Huh? They still got a connection here. You know what I'm saying? They still be out here. But yeah, oh. I digress. So, Teddy followed followed that with Michael Jackson Jam, and I was like, I love Superwoman, but man. Jam Jam had Michael Jordan and Michael Jackson. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah. And then people online the saying some dumb shit like, "Oh yeah, this was joint killing kind of like Space Jam. This had nothing to do with Space Jam. This came out no. four years before Space Jam came out." Yes, like yes. the jo- This this came out during the uh, the second championship of Michael Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the Jordan Seven was out. Yes, and it was powerful because it was the power. It was MJ MJ. It was like God damn, like. These are the most yeah. powerful Michaels of all time.
0: Yeah, man. Because
1: Michael Tyson, yeah, man. Mike Tyson was locked up, so we couldn't have all three mics in the same place.
0: But you did get, like in the video, you did get heavy D though. Uh, you did of get course. a heavy D right on the bridge.
1: Them Jack, them the two main Jacksons did like they sell heavy D. It was like, they were like, that man can he can rap. He's good. He could be on track. <laughs> yes. all track. He was on a Michael Jackson song. And he was on the Jada Jackson song within like a year and a half span. <laughs> yeah,
0: because
1: he was on the All Right <laughs> was yeah. All right.
0: <laughs> Which is a fantastic video, by the way.
1: The extended version back when, you know, people yeah, people act like Beyonce just started uh, video albums. It's like, no, actually, she knows her influences. She got that from the Jacksons because Jada and Michael was out here doing that mad long, making a video for every song, and then you had to go buy the tape. So yep. you still there to watch that shit. Have a whole story. People don't even know Rhythm Nation had a a video basically for every single song. And so does Janet. But yeah. So like, I got to give it to Teddy on that one because... And you know what I'm saying? I just watched the ESPN, The Last Dance. I'm real buzz on Jordan right now on The Bulls, you know? I was like, nah, man. Just give me nothing but fond memories. And that's one of the better singles off Dangerous. It's, It's crazy. You think about Dangerous like Black and White was on Dangerous. Yeah. And it's like, black and white was big, but there was so many other better joints and they came out and it was just like, yo, damn, Dangerous was fire.
0: Listen, I'm gonna tell you something though. With Dangerous, all the Teddy tracks, like, just knock, okay? Like, jam, Teddy Riley. Why you wanna trip on me, Teddy Riley. In the closet, Teddy Riley. The underrated and understated She Drives Me Wild, Teddy mm, Riley. Yeah. Remember the time, Teddy Riley. Can't let her get away, Teddy Riley. The first six tracks are all Teddy. All of and them. then the last track, number 14, Dangerous. So, Like, Teddy was really in his bag. For that album, although he was salty because I remember when he was on Video Soul and Guy was about to, he was promoting, you know, the second album. Donnie Simpson was like, "Yo, you know, how's it going? Are you working with Michael Jackson?" Today? He's like, "I really don't want to talk about it." Um, you know, I just uh, like he was mad. He was mad, and I was like, "Is this a professional wrestling type thing? You just faking this, or or?" then I'm like, "No, this is Teddy." He was mad because, you know, because, you know, Michael don't take no shit. And when Michael says, I want it like this, you're going to give it to me like this. And if you don't, guess what? I'll just go get somebody else.
1: Yeah. You know, that was bad. You know, Michael was probably like, I need you to go. And just doing just beatboxing and singing the entire beat. And he's like, uh ah. like, what do you mean? I have to do it like this. I know he talks about it now. It's like, well, like he was telling the story. Like, he's like, yo, that was college for me because I didn't go to school. I learned so much working with Michael Jackson. It's like that's why right. he put you through your paces because it's like this man in R and the best selling album of all time. Yes, he did an R made which you could probably put up there is probably the best R and B album of the seventies with Off the Wall. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He didn't put out his comeback album which is bad. It's just like oh no, it's not as good as Thriller. Oh, it crushes everybody else except for like Madonna and Prince. Mm-hmm. And, oh, wait, it's George Michael. Put respect on my man's name. But uh, <laughs> Faith was out there. <laughs> but, yes. but, like, yeah, like, oh, so yeah, you go, yeah, you know, he was out there just telling. I need, man, I need Spike to go ahead and finish them documentaries about Michael Jackson albums. I need yeah. him to go ahead and do that. He got to do that thriller. He, he got to do it for Dangerous. If I ever meet Spike, I'll be like, like, yo, can you go ahead and make one about Dangerous, though? Because <laughs> uh, it's important to... <laughs>
0: yeah, it's very important. So, like... Very important.
1: So then Faze comes back, and he plays You Making Me, for Tony Braxton, which <laughs> was on that amazing Secrets album, which was basically her... That was her second album. That really puts her through the roof, because, like... Yeah. The first album, which is just Tony Braxton, right, if I remember correctly, right? Yeah,
0: it was just Tony Braxton. It's Tony yes. Braxton,
1: yeah. all the slow jams, R&B album. Next, you know, she was she made a point like I'm here. Like Anita Baker might be like slowing down a bit. I I got the I got the husky voice. I'm here. Like mm-hmm. I'm holding for you all through these '90s. And yes. but that second album was when she had you making me high, unbreak my heart. Yes, that's when she was out there like pow, pow, pow. always on the radio, always on MTV always on VH1, always on BET, you couldn't, <laughs> and then she was also being real, you know what I'm saying, thirst trappy with the dresses back then. Yeah. She come out to like an award show, and just like, and she probably like five foot nothing, and you like, ah, oh, man, like, oh, Tony, you look good, Yeah, <laughs> yeah. but yeah, but that was a strong, that's a strong, that was a nice little upbeat song. Oh, yeah, was, kill yeah,
0: me. man. Yeah, baby face with um with assists by with some minor assists by a former groove theory dude, Bryce Wilson. Who was also in the video by the way.
1: Yeah, he's one of the guys they look at that, right?
0: Yep. Yeah. Yep. Oh yeah, man. Groove
1: yeah. theory, man. People don't even know about groove theory, but God. What was... could have what, yes. what, what could have yes. been? What Off one been. song. Off one song. Yes. Off one song. <laughs>
0: I, I don't think a lot of people understand how how much power that that song had, and how much potential. Like I, I I just got like enthralled by the potential from that first single alone. I was like, this is a, it's like this is incredible. And I was like, and y'all brought Tra, Tra, um, Trey Lorenz to to like sing on the bridge and sing on the bridge for real? Oh, we're doing this? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell me, is an amazing song.
1: Amazing it takes you right back to that year it came out.
0: Sure does. Yeah. What could have been, my friend? What could have been?
1: So then Teddy goes back. He's continuing his high-speed dance tracks. He hits with the rump shaker. (laughs) The problem with rump shaker is a lot of people going to pick it. Man, is that song not problematic as fuck now.
0: Oh, it's immensely problematic. (laughs) Yeah. 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 That's, that's a different time, a different era. Yeah. I'm like, I, listen, I would have pulled out. Remember the time. I'm sorry. I got to pull it out. Like y- you got to bring that. You got to bring the heavy, heavy hits. I understand Rump Shaker, you know, was big. I get it. I mean, or better yet, he could have played get away from Bobby Brown. That was the jam. <sighs> Getaway was, like, the big hit on the second, on the, well, I call it the second Bobby album because, like, king of stage, a lot of people don't talk about, but on the Bobby album because Babyface was like, I don't have to play humping Around. I can if you want me to, but he didn't. <laughs> you know, Babyface is like, listen, I can play if, you know, if it ain't good enough. I can play that if, if you want because that was a hit, too. And Teddy could have countered with, you know, Get Away or We Have Something in Common. But he chose... Rump
1: shaker. I hey, always feel Teddy a... ready with the Aren't one two checker, Rex in the Fex. <laughs> I do that whole <laughs> song. I do that whole verse. Yeah. I do the whole verse. And hey, you yeah. got to think about it. It sounds kind of, you think about it now, it's kind of crazy. But like, how old was Pharrell when he wrote that? Yeah. 18, maybe. <sighs> Does that sound like some 18-year-old was talking about? Let's make a song about like uh one look at girls' butts. Oh, okay. <laughs> I got something for you, Teddy. Yep. This is like school. Okay. Yep. <laughs> this is what I do every day anyway. With <laughs> my, my friends Timothy and Chad and, and Shay and and little Terrence and <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> I was like, oh man. And that's like the only reason I was like, yeah, a lot of people don't know if Pharrell wrote that shit. But hey, really? it's important. But, yes, it is. So I think most people will pick, pick Rumshaga. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. that, that whole that actually that round for me is a wash, so I'll give it a draw just because it's like both songs are good. But it, like both of them don't really like. I don't go back and listen to them now. Right. Then this man, Babyface. Throws a goddamn spirit bomb on <laughs> Teddy and plays "I'll Make Love to You" by Boys the Ben, bro. Yeah, that was the wedding song for ten years, yo.
0: It was man, like that. That like took the title from Luther Vandross' "Here and Now." Yeah,
1: yeah, man. Like, yeah,
0: like it went from no lie, it went from "Here and Now" by Luther Vandross. To boys, the men's, boys, the men's, I'll make love to you. To Kenny Lattimore's, for you.
1: Yeah, man. Yeah, like, I'm like, I'm like, at this point, at this point, Teddy had technical
0: issues.
1: (laughs) (sighs) Yep. Teddy had technical issues. He got off the live. Which we then learned is he went to get his keyboard. Oh, God. See, and this is when I left. I did not come back. So, Babyface started live over again. (laughs) Tried to get Teddy back in. Couldn't get Teddy back in even though he's hitting the button to try. I think what happened was that the joint was literally so... It had so many people in it. it, Because I don't know, a lot of people didn't know about this. A lot of people couldn't even watch it on the app on their phone because it would kick them out.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Because
1: Instagram lives don't usually have half a million people on them. Right. Like, you know how
0: I watched it? I had to watch it through Questlove. Questlove
1: held up his phone, had a phone, held up his phone, Put on, turn on Instagram live. And that's how I was able to watch it. So like what I did and what I was telling people is you go to your computer, you go to Instagram.com, sign in and go to it. You can watch it on your computer, which actually mm-hmm. with these type of things is way better because you got yeah. better speakers or you can like airplay it or Chromecast it to your television. And yeah. you got a good stable connection. Hopefully you got some wire connection. Most of y'all don't. Y'all be chilling with y'all wireless. Getting things all in the way, frequencies getting all messed up.
0: That's why you that's when you gotta have that, that good mesh Wi-Fi though.
1: See, you no know, people don't see. See, that's how they know we IT people, because they don't know about the mesh. <laughs> Teddy, Teddy yeah. Riley need the mesh. He need the yeah. mesh in his he need the mesh in his crib. All these famous people need the mesh Wi-Fi. Cause they be looking like, why y'all look all blurry on the live? It's because y'all got the weak Wi-Fi. Y'all got mm-hmm. the weak Wi-Fi. If y'all had that mesh, y'all had that mesh, y'all wouldn't have y'all had a land closet and a mess, y'all wouldn't have had these problems. Yep. But so yeah, at this point, Teddy Teddy was not, was not there. So Bayface was like, well, while he gets himself together, you know, I guess I'll, you know, I'll play y'all little songs. This, I don't think this is fair because he was like, I don't know if this is fair. So he just he just threw away. Down my heart, <laughs> by the boys. The
0: boys, yeah. Man. Man, what a classic right there! Wow,
1: that was such a joint because that was like their second album, their first single of their second album. They like yeah. smack you in the face. It's like, oh, we playing with keeps now.
0: <laughs> yes, yes. I was
1: like, because those that was like my favorite boy group. Like that was my favorites. Like mm-hmm. they felt like, oh, they could be the homies. Like yes, like there was groups after them. Like it was like you know, so for real, so for real was good. It was dope. It wasn't yeah. the boys, though. They no. Was, they was keeping them lights on in Motown. Yeah. They were selling.
0: Yeah, the boys was moving units.
1: And then, you know, and then Babyface was like, you know what, I, you know, I, I'll, I'll play y'all one of my white songs. And then he went on a little story and then uh-huh. he picked up the guitar again and he started playing Change the World, the joint he did with Eric Clapton. I was like, God damn, he just throwing away. Oh Change shit. The, he just thought totally changed the world. Did he say I'll play one of my white songs? Nah, one of my white songs. <laughs> see, that's what see you know
0: you got power when you can say some shit like that and don't nobody say nothing.
1: Can't nobody say it because everybody knows the truth. It's truth. That's what I knew he, he was powerful. I was like, this man, this man gave Eric Clapton a hit. Yeah. You wanna
0: I, I bought that CD single. Off of the respect that it said produced by Kenneth Babyface Edmonds. and then when you hear his voice on the hook, it's like, yep, this will be bought as so the only shocked. air. I was it, so shocked. Is, Sean. It it is the only Eric Clapton piece of, of anything of Eric Clap, Clapton I have ever bought in my entire life, ever, ever.
1: I was so shocked when I saw that. I saw hey, like, what are you, what are you Eric Clap produced by Babyface. <laughs> yeah, like Eric Clapton act. That man could play a mean guitar. Like, Mm -hmm. And then you see like the little VH1 storytellers or whatever. the video where they was playing live, I was like, oh, Mm -hmm. oh. At that time, I didn't even know. Yeah, man. Like, like I seen Babyface play guitar in the video, but I never seen him like performing live with the journal. I was like, oh man, he's killing them out here. He's killing these streets out here. Like, yeah. He's my man. And then, like, and then if you go back, I went over to Teddy, and then Teddy's trying to get him. Actually, he then go ahead and throws he throws away another sad love song because it's basically he knows this shit ain't gonna come back together. So, no, no. He plays another sad love song by by Tony Braxton. And then you're going over to Teddy's joint, he's trying to get him in. He say, I can't see him, which is most likely it's true because the chat's probably moving so fast as people at that point the, the live split into two. <laughs> Cause it's like half the people stay with Babyface, and the other half would to go find what Teddy's doing. And so he's trying to bring him in, and he playing "Blood on the Dance Floor," and I'm like, oh, "Okay, like, see, see, this is what Teddy does. Why? No, I'm like that's the that's the that's the forgettable Michael. That's the after the court troubles Michael. And it's like, mm. like, like blood on the on the dance floor. His story in the mix. Like the album came
0: out, and like I knew it. I knew. No one was going to care because MTV didn't premiere the video. Mm-hmm. BET did, and like, and that's no shade on BET, but anytime Michael was premiering a new song, it either was simulcast everywhere or simulcast everywhere. That's power. Or, or, or a TV station like 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 say for instance like Fox bought me. News, was like, no, no, we're getting it. We're going to play black or white, you know, on Thursday night after an episode of Live in Color or whatever. Like, something like that, right? Or it would be simulcast. So simulcast everywhere. *Blow on the Dance Floor came out. Everybody's like, nah. BT was like, oh, we got the world premiere. No one
1: cared. It came on VH1, too, I think, like, later. Yeah. VH1 played it more than anybody else.
0: Yeah, they did. They did.
1: They did. Um, yeah. So, yeah, then I think he played... uh. You play a little Teddy's Jam. You play a little Groove Me. At this point, we know this wasn't working out. I go back over to Face. He's like, you know, thank the fans, blah, blah, blah. This is when, like, you know, he was glad to do this. And then, you know, he, he signed off. And I was like, yeah, it's time for Babyface to go to play it. I don't, I don't yes. understand. Then I yes. go back to Teddy, and then Teddy, Teddy, Dr. Dr. Drayden called him, like, "What man, what is going on? Like, what? 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 Oh, what? Yeah. <laughs> like, it's like, <laughs> Yes, Dr. Drake called him on the phone. He Facetimed him on the phone, like because <laughs> basically, very really clearly, Dr. Dre was he was he was in the groove, and, <laughs> and was like, what the hell is going on with these technical issues? <laughs> Drake's is like, I own
0: Apple. Look, listen, I, I, I got I got steak in apple. I got steak and apple. You know, just just bring all the shit over here.
1: No, he was just basically they like, was talking a bit about it and. They, you know, Taylor's talking about, you know, I'm still getting, we still get used to the technology and this, that, and the third. And then Dr. Dre was like, yeah, Swiss and Tim, they, they hit me up. I, like, I don't, I don't know if this is for me. Like, you know, he was talking about something with Puff and it was like, I don't, I don't know. And in my head, I'm like, yeah, you know what you want to do. You want to put this shit on B-20. He <laughs> <Yeah. Yeah. laughs> was like, you ain't playing with these, you ain't playing with these niggas on Instagram. He was like. We got we got iPhones, Apple TV. You stop playing yep. We got TV yeah. boxes. We don't get this money,
0: Dre. Dre, you ain't got to lie. You ain't got to lie for the simple fact that today is you know there was like this is news articles popping up talking about how like Timbo and Swiss want to do Dre versus Puff, but they're gonna to have to find a bigger platform.
1: Yeah, and possibly be making a paper. This is all happening like because of what Doctor Dre is talking about. On in the FaceTime with Teddy Roddy. <laughs> He's just like, yep. I was like, hmm. Cause then I remember like last week Puffy was like, y'all don't like, like I ain't doing this. Like can't nobody compare with me. And I was like, everybody was like, we know who can. Dr. <laughs> yes, Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. And not only that though, but let's, let's keep it, Let's, let's keep it a hundred. Instagram was never built to, have an Instagram live with over half a million people watching it at once. Okay. Let's, let's keep it hundred. Instagram was never built for that. Zuckerberg does not care about Instagram like that at all.
1: Facebook, you video know. could probably do it, but ain't nobody, ain't nobody cool checking for Facebook. Ain't, ain't nobody checking for Facebook. It's just got a bunch of Trump ads on it.
0: So, um, so like it becomes a thing of like Instagram wasn't built to like have that many people watching. So, and I'm like, and I understand everybody getting upset with like all these folks saying, "Well, why don't they just do like a pay platform?" Because like Roland Martin was saying some stuff like, "When you know they should build their own platform and like you know black people could get this money," blah blah blah. And I'm like, well, that kind of defeats the purpose because this is really just supposed to be for fun during very dire times and whatnot. Like, and then once you start talking about money, everything just gets messed up. And like, there's a lot of people now that's just like, you know, if this does become a pay per view. Or if it, you know, or if it has something, that, you know, needs to be paid for, like folks ain't got money right now, so you know, like now it's getting out of hand, and and then we get the announcement, like last night on Twitter, that like Dallas Austin and and Jermaine Dupree are doing their own thing on IG Live uh, starting this Friday called "I Wrote That Song."
1: Mm, I thought that, so. That's not part of the verses, huh? No. Oh, okay. No, that
0: is not a part of versus because it did not say verses, or I did not see the names Timbo or
1: Swiss in, in the mentions. So okay, we so he ducked Trackmasters to do his own shit. Okay, I see you, JD. But back to the back back to the technical thing. My problem with people saying they should make their own platform. And I'm all about I'm all about black people having businesses and doing things themselves. We do not have the infrastructure for this shit. No. As we can see, even Instagram doesn't have the infrastructure for this shit. Nope. I'm like they just need to partner with You can do it. I still don't think why can't they they could just partner with YouTube. Everybody yeah. got YouTube on their phone. Just like they got Instagram on their phone. Everybody watches the biggest videos. The biggest video content outside of Netflix on the internet is YouTube. Yes. Can they handle a stream like that? And you get people to set it up and do it probably even like the way Teddy would like to with the different camera cuts and all that type of stuff. (laughs) Yeah. Yes. Can it handle a stream with millions of people? Yes. Yes. Fucking YouTube. Yeah, they, they
0: they showed um Baychella
1: live. They do coachella, they do coachella, they just they do they do coachella, period. Not just mm-hmm. not just Bay it's just you just technically most people a lot of people just tuned in for that. Like, no, I tune in for Coachella because I'm like, Oh, I ain't gotta go be out in the desert. I can sit in my house <laughs> and turn on YouTube and watch mm-hmm. it on my TV. And you can just switch to the different channels. They stream the whole thing. Mm-hmm. I stream everything. Live streaming every day. All the time. Yes. Or they could partner with Amazon, do some shit with Amazon Music. And I know you know what's going on, Swiss, because I see the commercial for your wife's goddamn album every morning where her lips <laughs> bouncing around singing her new song. <laughs> they got Twitch, they got Amazon Music. I know they can handle video. I look at Twitch all the time. Yes. Yes. Yeah, something something's
0: gonna happen. Something something is definitely gonna happen. I what I don't know. But yeah, I would I would definitely watch Dre versus Puff.
1: Yeah, man. There's a couple people that like I think Marley Maul could be do could do a good one with the right person. Um Yeah. I, I
0: think- honestly I wish it was Jam and Lewis versus Face.
1: The stories that would come out of that would be amazing. Yeah, because you know they was really competing, competing. Like I oh, still yeah. think, like, like in a lot of ways, Babyface is like ten years old, and then um, than Teddy. Yeah. So he's kind of like a big brother of sorts, but he made some joints. It's like, oh man, you really did good on that one. But Jam and Lewis flight time and the face was going at each other. Mm hmm. They was competing in the same lane they was building up people fight time got me be listening to the sounds of blackness
0: yeah man
1: bb and cc whining songs like i don't listen to gospel music
0: <laughs> yeah
1: yeah like there's a, like that is to me that's one and i still think like and all this doesn't have to be a battle i just want to see Missy and Timberland and the Neptunes just go back and forth and just talk about stories about Virginia Beach. That's mm. it. Yeah, because people keep bringing up other people's like no, like hey, it's not just Timberland versus the Neptunes or just Timberland versus Pharrell. Like no, they need their partners. They need their they need their partners. They're mm-hmm. legends, like the Neptunes, was producing a lot of them hits. Chad Chad got the chords. He plays those keys. Mhm. You know this, and you know the one. You know one person, even though he's he's bonkers and unlikeable by some, though. But like for real, it's like, yo, Kanye. Like, who do you put against Kanye? Because Kanye, Kanye got a bag. He got joints. He got yeah. his own hits, and then he got and then hits he gave he, other people.
0: Yeah, like especially like early in the game, he had like a lot of hits for folks. Lots.
1: You play that Izzo. Woo. You mm. play that TakeOver. Yeah. Yeah, man. And the thing is, he's still current. Like, he can play stuff from Tiana Taylor album from, like, two years ago.
0: No. He can. Yes, he can. Yes, he can.
1: Like, he, he, he's he got a lot of joy. So it's like, but then again, who do you put against Kanye? And for him not to freak out. Because yeah. I kind don't of want to see him freak out. But, like, who do you put against Kanye? Yeah. Mm. Well, Pharrell, that's it.
0: Yeah. But I I, I see. But I got to go with Pharrell over Kanye, though. Like, I just, the catalogs are amazing on both sides. You know what I mean? But Pharrell is the consistent one From, from start to now, it's consistent. Whereas with Kanye, it starts out good, gets really good becomes great and then it's just it's so hit, it's so hit and miss.
1: I would say it only get hit and miss to when it, when he stops producing for other people and then you get into like uh you get into like a couple years ago like you get into a you get into like his his Jay album you that's when people be like oh no but like even if you say the life of Pablo like, if he plays Father Stretching My Hands, you will have you going to have motherfuckers falling out on live. They're going to be like, oh, not Father Stretching My Hands. <laughs> like,
0: like, yeah. Give me the beat. Give me the beat and the hug for Father Stretch My Hands. Take out Kanye's lyrics. It's a perfect song.
1: Well, yeah, of course. No, you don't listen past a minute and <laughs> eight seconds. That is it. One minute, eight seconds. You go to Father Stretching My Hands part two, which is just... Panda, but better.
0: Oh, fair. Fair. Fair.
1: But yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, and even then, like, because I would say you could do Just Blaze, but then Just Blaze, he didn't really fall off, but he just got quiet. Like,
0: yeah. Same with Trackmasters. Same with Trackmasters. That's why Trackmasters
1: and JD worked because they kind of got both got quiet around the same time. Mm -hmm. Like, Mm okay, okay. Like, even though I think JD had a little bit longer period like as he went a little around to like to the mid-2000s more but Trackmasters yeah. had so many bangers in that late 90s the early 2000s period that was like like you got all them LL joints you got some Nas joints in there you got yeah. Trackmasters had some hits and I think JD was ducking them cause it's like he know he don't got he got the same type of catalog
0: no 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 no, no. No, not even close. Not even close. No. No.
1: <sighs> Man. But yeah, like, we'll see where this all goes. They changed, They totally completely changed the game on, on Instagram. I don't think yeah. Instagram ever thought about live being, could be that big.
0: No. No.
1: And how maybe people of a certain size or audience level, or maybe performers shouldn't have an hour time limit. Um, yep. Clearly, they gotta know they gotta get the infrastructure right because they know. I think they know now that once you get to half a million people, you're going to have problems. Yep. Uh, they really need to build out IGTV. Yep. And it's funny because I really think the last month is really what changed the entire, basically, black people change the entire idea of what video is on Instagram, like. Live video, like, yes, like a lot of these things. I don't even think they thought about till mm-hmm. they saw people have started have problems. It's like, you know, you would see a it live. It's like, oh man, this person got like, oh they got like five thousand. A lot of people watching. This. It's like, oh this person got ten thousand. Oh this person got like fifty. Like, mm-hmm. like nah, man. Once D Knights got to like two hundred thousand, like at one time, <laughs> and the Obamas was in. Angela yes. Renee was in. Oprah was in. Netflix account was in there. And Biden was in there. Like, well, shit. <laughs> like maybe we need to let people actually use it in a, in a landscape mode. Duh, <laughs> right, right.
0: Yeah, yeah, man. That should happened a long time ago.
1: Yeah. So we'll we'll see. I want that's it'll be interesting to see what changes happen to Instagram after this. The meetings that people probably have, and yeah, I kind of want to see some more. Um, like, I want to see some 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 more white folks do it. Yeah, I want more women, of course, but they said they're gonna have a a woman versus. So, like, I want I want to see some of that. I think I think they need to get a, uh, Candy and um, and and uh, what's her name, Pinky from uh, Escape.
0: Yo yeah, yeah. Um, um oh, talking about um oh shoot, what's her name? Tiny. Tiny tiny tiny, yeah,
1: tiny. My, bad, my bad people with tiny and candy on there. Because like people be faking on escape, but the songs they didn't wrote for other people. they and they've written lots. Get them on yeah, the battling somebody.
0: Better yet, yo, man, when we get missy on one.
1: That's what I'm saying. She go back.
0: Yes, yeah, she does. Yes, yeah, she does. And she and like she'll throw stuff at you. Be like, damn, I for, I forgot you did that.
1: Okay, you know. some of them, some of them puff remixes, only remixes because he had to go get Missy on them. I need you to say, I need you to save this artist.
0: <laughs> yo, yo, MC Light Cold Rocket Party Remix, the, the Bad Boy Remix with Missy on it.
1: Yo, that joint. Um, uh, some of them total songs. She was out there the total, saving.
0: Yep. And uh, the Gina Thompson, The Things You Do Bad Boy remix with Missy
1: on it. There, there is no other version of that song, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> the Things You Do, that's it. That is not the remix. That is the song. <laughs> no one's I heard the regular the, version.
0: I had to buy the Maxi single just to get the Bad Boy remix with Missy. That was the only way you could cop it. I remember... Going to a Camelot Records in, uh, tri- over by the Tri County Mall in uh, Springdale, Ohio. And I found the Gina Thompson, The Things You Do Maxi single, and it had the Bad Boy remix on it with Missy Elliott. And I was like, this is what I waited for. And I paid 4 dollars for that joint because it had like five versions on it. And I only played one of the tracks.
1: Exact mundo. And that's it. But yeah, there's 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 a lot of people that can get put on.
0: Oh yeah. I would love to
1: see you get put on. Oh yeah, no doubt. And and yeah, there's a couple there's a couple people. Yo, like I still want like Brian McKnight versus Kenny Lattimore, you know what I'm saying? Like get the mm-hmm. them in this can we get Raphael Sadiq on there with somebody? Hey, that's a good
0: one too. Wow. Yeah, that's that's a real good one. Can
1: you get Q tip on there with somebody? Yeah. Ooh. Who does Q-Tip battle? Who mm. the catalog ain't got to be seriously deep with Q-Tip, right? But the joints that he didn't did are so impactful. Yeah, man. So many things. So many. So many options. Mm, but yeah, yeah, I think this makes for a good episode. And thank you for coming on or hitting me up to even do this episode. Oh, you we were welcome. so frustrated with Teddy Riley on, on Saturday night. It we was so we were so frustrated cuz we didn't even know it was coming back. We was like, we're going to do this on Monday. I was like, oh. Yep. They actually going to do the they actually going to redo it on Monday. Let's let's wait. Let's wait. Mm-hmm.
0: It, yeah, man, because um seriously, like I really thought that that was it. And I was just like, wow, Teddy's ruined versus. It's done forever. Like it like it's done it's done forever. He ruined it. And um but like the second time around it was cool It, it, it was cool there was still some hiccups but but like um like you said like it it definitely is gonna change it should change instagram for the better but i guess like my whole thing is is because like this is something that like black music brought about and because it's black folks will instagram truly care Because it's a thing of, and we've seen this with like a lot of apps like TikTok and whatnot, where they purposely like kind of push black creatives to the side on those apps, even though they help blow the apps up. You know what I mean? So, but I I hope, I hope for good things to come from it. And I'm glad we were able to talk about it
1: though. Yeah. I still think it's an infrastructure issue. So they have to deal with it. And Mm. that infrastructure issue doesn't have anything to do with race. It's like, Oh these are flaws in the system Yeah you gotta fix it Cause okay. eventually Bieber's gonna do something And he ain't gonna want that shit to break <laughs> Billy Eilish <laughs> is gonna do something And she's not gonna want it to break so, True Get it right Um, But yeah Hope you guys enjoy this episode Even though you know